me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. On episode nine of the Anything, Everything, and Nothing podcast with Lennon Kim, they discussed the death of the 41st president, Cardi B and Offset's breakup, Kevin Hart and the Oscars. The producer of the show tells everybody to shut the bleep up. Is it bullying or good parenting? And Lennon Kim discuss the relationships in purgatory. Let's start the show. Welcome to episode nine of the Anything, Everything, and Nothing podcast with Lynn and Kim. Sponsored by GoldifyLife.com. Visit www.GoldifyLife.com for all your content, music, sports, TV, and Defy Life gear. Let me tell y'all that one more time because I flubbed that up. Visit www.GoldifyLife.com. There we go. There we go, sis. Yeah! Now that was like take 10, right? Yes, yes. Y'all don't understand out there in the, in the listening world what we go through to, to get here. <laughs> you have good, no morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. All right. I'm Linda Bix. I mean, <laughs> you are not. I am not. Lies. Lies. I am Linda. I am nobody's big sis. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Okay. In any world, am I no? I am no one's big sis. I'm Lynn the little sis, and I am Kim the big sis. Yes. <gasps> what is wrong with us two boys, girl? And I got plenty of sleep last night. I don't know what's going on. I don't know about all that over here, but holy cow! I don't know about plenty. You said I am Lynn the big. <laughs> is nobody's big sis oh my goodness and i am definitely nobody's little sis okay so i'm just saying that is terry's little sis well i mean yeah but you know what i'm saying i'm talking about in the podcast what we're doing on this podcast world i'm definitely big sis i am definitely big sis i'm nobody's big sis in any world real life podcast nothing right i got that right i got a big brother okay sister Okay, that's right, that's right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Good good Sunday morning, again. We're going to try to... Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. Okay. I can say, sis, right quick, I did not wake up to lean on Jesus this morning. Oh, get it. He must have He must have saw the look that I gave him last week. Because uh-huh. The car was over there, but there was no blasting music this morning. Maybe he listened to the podcast. <laughs> sis, 
maybe maybe he got scared the podcast and was like, I wonder if that was me. I bet right. that was more. <laughs> That would be really cool if that's how he learned about it. Yes, uh, what's up, baby girl? What's going on this week? How, what's on your mind? What's going on? Uh, this week was um, uneventful. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's, um, you know, work as usual, kids as usual. A um, couple of new clients, a couple of interesting stories. Okay. Um, but nothing... Nothing that stands out, I, I have to say. Okay. Christmas coming up thing is like weird because it seems like it's coming really fast and I'm not ready, but I'm never ready because I'm the Christmas Eve in Walmart trying to finish it up shopper. No ma'am, no ma'am. Every year, I don't, I never, like I can't even throughout the year, I can't even wrap my brain around buying something for somebody for Christmas. It's December. And it's like in June. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna get this for pick this up for for the kids for Christmas. Like it does I can't even think like that. And sis, you know, you know people do that. People have they they start their Christmas shopping like in the summertime. Yeah, when Nicole does that. It's the craziest thing. I just and I don't and it makes sense. I wish I could do it that way and I'm gonna every year I try, but it just it's just weird it's just weird if i'm not in walmart on christmas eve it just ain't right well we want you to try to do something different because let me tell you and and this this is my battle um so am I, are we gonna do christmas this year and when i say do christmas i mean the whole gift exchange thing you know because you know how frugal i am i'll be talking about money and trying to get some stocks and bonds and so and then i'll wait to christmas eve yeah let's do christmas let's do christmas and then everybody looking at me like are you serious kim right Okay, you know the stores close at six o'clock today, right? <laughs> well, I've not done adult Christmas since Amir has been born, so about six years. Okay. Well, uh, you, you, you know, did Christmas I, last year, and you gave me the most beautiful sister calendar. Made me cry. Made me cry. Yes, I oh, Made me cry. Okay, anyway, sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. That was just um, you know, and that was something that that was one of those things where I saw it and I got it for that purpose. So yes. it worked for that gift. But um, I, don't, I haven't, you know, I used to be all stressed out with a whole list of people. Oh, mama, daddy. Yes. Sean, Sean, Paulo, like my whole family, some friends. Mm-hmm. And CJ was the only kid. So I just had, and maybe that's why, because I only had the one kid. But ever since Amir has been born, I'm like, mm, later for y'all. Sorry. Merry Christmas. Love you. But now I got this kid. Yes, let's see. The adults get cards in the mail. Uh-huh. All of my nieces and nephews and the little ones, they get the gifts. And then, of course, mama. And then, of course, my boo thing. But outside of that, you know, the, lo- the love is me being your sister. <laughs> That's the gift. Look, that's the gift. Listen, I haven't even gotten, you know, me and boo thing ain't exchanged gifts in in years. Listen, y'all, y'all got kids to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Well, now he, I do have to say though, he would do better than me because, like, I might get a little something, something, and then I feel bad because I'd be like, oh, I ain't get you nothing. Right, 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 right. Oh, I'm so sorry. And oh, the year that I was pregnant with Mir, he was like, so what you getting for Christmas? And you know, the birthday right around the corner, Christmas and birthday. I was like, dude, I pointed my stomach. I was like, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, Merry Christmas, right, Tim? You know what I'm saying? 
Not, no, so this right here, Merry Christmas right. and Happy Birthday and uh, Happy New Year. Happy baby, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, That's Happy right. Valentine's Day, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Easter. All, all well, let me, let me let me let me say this right here. I think people who have birthdays in December, they need to choose. You want a birthday gift, <laughs> you want a Christmas gift, or can we combine one and give it to you like in the middle of the month? Because yeah. You know, Chantel, Chantel's birthday is next for next Wednesday, the 12th. Mm-hmm. And it 14, no, 13 days later, Christmas roll around. Yeah. I'm just like, that, that, that's not fair. Right. And their birthday five days before Christmas. But no, nah, the, the December people brains aren't wired like that. They come here entitled. Oh. <laughs> They're supposed to get both. Oh, no, no. We need to change. We need to start a law. We need to start a federal law. <laughs> Okay. They are entitled, honey. Okay. But anyway, okay. So what else is going on with you, baby? Eh, well, now, look here. I ain't okay. finna get in all that what got, got me stressed out right now. No, no. But not, but didn't you? Didn't you a financial you, crisis. Uh-uh, no, we're going to keep that off the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's TMI. But uh, didn't, didn't you go um to one of your dear friends? Oh, um, I did. See, yeah. financial crisis done clouded my whole brain. Okay, uh-uh. that happened. And the rain outside, the rain and cold. That don't go together. Yes. Well, yes. I went to my very good friend Demetria, also known as D. Okay. Um, 40th birthday party yesterday. Cute. Nice. I called her and told her happy birthday, and I said, "Girl, I hope you know it's taking everything out of me." To get over there in this rain and cold. It's because I love you. Yes. But um, it was nice. Food was really good. Her aunt is a caterer. Okay. And she just, you know, can have the, the best stuff. The okay. little, little, like, finger food party type food stuff is always so good. So okay. I came home with, like, I don't know, three to-go boxes, I think, and Look. a bottle of cocktail sauce. Look, dinner, dinner for the kids and you tonight and tomorrow. If I decide to share, yes. You need to share. You need to share. <laughs> Times are hard right now. You need to share. Hopefully they don't like it. But anyway. You know what I said, sis? Times yeah. are hard right now. You need to share. <laughs> Make Correct. the most of that. Make the most of the leftovers. <laughs> but um, it was nice. It was really nice. I, um, I think a, a lot of people probably did, you know, not come out in the weather, but she still had a good number, and we had a good time. Okay, well that's nice. That's nice. Um, I I don't think I've ever met Demetrius. Demetria. I don't think I've met her. Yeah, yeah I don't think you met D. Um, she because she didn't come to my birthday thing. Okay. This past year. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think so. But she um, I always pick on her because she's like the first in our little group that turns the next age so i always act like she's so much older than me <laughs> oh, okay okay so she turned 40 but i mean hell you'd be 40 in nine months oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. she she uh that's that's the running joke every year that oh girl you old okay i got you well that was cool i think what if you would have told you know girl the weather's so bad out here i'm not coming and then showed up i bet that would have been a nice surprise oh that would have been cool yeah i didn't even think about that yeah that would have been pretty cool she wouldn't be expecting to walk through the door. Her, her. That would have been cool. I didn't even think about that. Okay. But she was already, and she was in there already talking about junk, and me and Nicole were late. 
<clears throat> say, we walked in the door and said, I was just talking about y'all being okay. late. Now, were y'all, were y'all fashionably late, fashionably late, or fashionably ghetto late? Which one? It was fashionably late. Okay. All right. So it started at what time? One. And what time did y'all get there? Two something. Sis. That's fashionably late. Sis, that's an hour. Sis. Come on now. That's fashionable. We did a whole lot better than some other folks. No. And what what time was it over? Four. Sis. Y'all so was ghetto late. That was black people time. It was not. We had a good two hours. No, no. I, it, I don't think it started at one. One thirty started at one. Arrived about one thirty ish, something like that. Not to, after two is ghetto late. After two is ghetto late, sister. I, it, need, um, I don't think it was after two because we left our side of town. Yeah, sis, I was talking to you at one o'clock and you was in Sumter. <laughs> I was not. I got to Columbia right at one o'clock. Sis, I need um I need the producer to put that um bump bump ba bump from the um, from the from the uh prices right when you said you were you were you were fashionably late. Producer, if you can fix it, do the dun dun da dun because she was not, that was ghetto not late. That. that was not good. I don't think it was after two though. It couldn't have been because we it might have been right before or right at, but it was not. It I don't think it was after two. Well, right at, and it started at one. Two o'clock is too late. If it started at one, I don't black think it started. Time. Was it B- BPT? Black people time. Here you go. Here mm. you go. Well, what about the folk that showed up at three? <laughs> they should have just stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Oh, okay. So anyway, yeah, I forgot. I I called my week uneventful, and I apologize that I forget. that just happened yesterday. My brain hadn't processed it yet. I got you. I got you. But that was the most eventful. Okay. All right. Um, you ready for me to chime in? Yeah, girl. What you got? Let's see. Um, I've had a pretty interesting week. Um, I've had a couple of meetings. We'll keep those meetings on the DL right now, since you know what the meetings are. Yeah. But um, got some pretty exciting things um, in the horizon, possibly. Um, really excited about that. And then the most exciting news, sis, which you already know. So for those listening, we welcomed little Marley J. Suber to the world yesterday. I'm another, I'm a great aunt again. My, little, my niece, Jayla, had her baby. Y'all saw all the posting I did lat two weeks ago from the baby shower. Well, little Marley decided she didn't want to wait until January. So she showed up yesterday. She was five pounds, eight ounces, 18 and a half inches long. Mm. Cutest little thing, sis. And she was, I was holding her and she was trying to open her eyes and they, and, they could, and they wouldn't open sis. And it, oh girl, I, mm, I'm just a big old bucket of tears. Oh my goodness. And then my niece Jayla, she was up walking around like she was going to the grocery store. I'm like, did that woman just come out your body? She was sitting up on FaceTime, on the book, I mean, on the phone. I was like, well, damn. Didn't like a little a little person just come out of you? I thought she would be, you know, hung over the bed. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sometimes it don't be like that. Yes, honey. And she and and Marley came so quick that she didn't even they didn't even have time to prepare her. 
she was supposed to do the whole whatever, you know, get the shot or whatever. Uh-huh. No, ma'am. Marley was like, I'm coming right now. And the nurse was like, oh, Lord, go get the doctor. Here we go. <laughs> and yeah. I got a text from BJ at 1030. Sis, Marley is coming. And at 1034, he said, Marley is here. I was like, damn. <laughs> what was the labor? I know people been right. in labor for four, five days. You know? No, she did that. I'm glad she went on to the hospital the other night too, because yes. apparently, yes, the girl was ready. Yes, and then and then um, check this out, sis. Um, McKinley, who is my four year, I mean, of course, you know, for those who don't know, my little niece, uh, my great niece McKinley is four. Say when she walked in the door, she her tear, her eyes swelled up with tears. Oh, did it? That's what. Yep. Yep. Say, and then she went over to her and started rubbing her head. You know what I'm saying, or something. I was like, oh. But you know, my baby's a she's a drama queen. She's. I think. I think we need to send her to uh, what's the school when you go to acting school or something. Uh huh. Send her up north to the to the Ivy League, honey. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah she need to go to the New York. What's the school in? Um. Well, the it's conservatory, New York. the New York Conservatory of Dance and Arts. <laughs> Lord, listen, honey, that thing right there. But yes, but everybody is healthy, happy. BJ is excited. Uh-huh. And I said, I said, BJ, how does it feel? How does it feel to be a father? That's what this cat said. We see. Oh, he make me sick. I love him so much. Oh, he said, well, it, it's cool. But, you know, I've had McKinley. So it's kind of like the same girl. Yeah. Girl, I almost I just hugged him. I just I said, you know what? I boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but anyway, so that man, look, look. Like I posted, sis, that's a good little cat, man. You know, cause who would ever think he would say that? He was like, Well, because I've been around McKinley since she's been a little baby, and it's it's kind of the same. I said, Did you cry? He talking about uh no, nah, um my, my eyes started watering, but it was something in them, you know what I'm saying? It was uh, something, it was uh, something in them. he talking about it, but it was something of joy. There were tears of joy. I was like, That's all right, BJ. That's all right. So Everybody's doing good. Baby, mama, daddy, everybody's good. Baby's healthy. So I'm excited to bring little Marley into our fold. I can't wait for you to meet her, sis. I know. I can't wait to meet her. She, Her whole cycle happened so fast. Listen, I'm like, Jayla just told me she was pregnant like last like yesterday. And then now she's done had the baby. I was like, Cause like in the last month when she'll call me, she'll call me on the phone and I'm like, you went to the hospital? Aunt Kim, no, the baby's not due until January 1st. I'm like, okay. She'll call me like, you know, the next week. I'm like, you went to the hospital? Aunt Kim, please stop asking me that. So then that, when they called me Friday night, sis, I said, you went to the hospital? Be like, yes, ma'am. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty cool. But anyway. So got it right that time. Got it right that time. But yeah, she, she's a precious little thing and I'm just so blessed to have her here and everybody's good so look we got one addition to the family sis we got one addition the family's growing we're we growing waiting on, we waiting on one more to come over here We're growing uh, yep and also um i'm gonna have a sidebar with you you need to tell me what's going on with um mere things so i can you know arrange with kenley oh yeah because you know sometimes her dad you know what i'm saying so just let me know well just yeah the 22nd whatever it may be it's definitely the 22nd so we're gonna do the twenty second mirror and the twenty second drop in. Ooh. Yes. What time you'll drop in? Um six thirty seven. Okay, yeah. Mirror me in daytime. Okay. And I mean you can just be prepared to stay in Columbia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I'm over hanging out, but anyway, okay, but that's anyway. So anyway, guys, we hope he, we gave you a lot about our week. Um, yeah. it, was, it was definitely a lot of information. <laughs> right. Well, listen, we we got a baby coming too, and I don't know if Lion gonna make it to that baby. Her baby is due January twenty fourth, I think, mm-hmm. and she already having Braxton Hicks contractions. The oh. baby's head and turn. Oh, she turned head down. I don't know if she going to January. Look here, Marley called her on the baby telephone and said, listen, I'm coming now. Why don't you come on with me? <laughs> exactly. Marley was like, listen, I'm getting ready to come today. Why don't you come on out here this week, too? You know, listen, so he- right. So she, she she talked to him and they working it out because I don't know. You know, she she on the struggle bus and I can't see that struggle going all the way to January 24th. I got you. OK. OK. All right. So. um. But I tell you one thing. That class of 2035 gonna be big as hell. Okay, but this can you even think about the class of 2035? Yes, because they being born right now. Sis, I was the class of 86. Hey! You know how old that makes me seem and feel? Well, class of 97, you know, right there behind you. Oh, wow, okay. I know, class of 2035, honey. They, They gonna be rolling out because... It's babies everywhere. I keep seeing bellies and baby showers and just the, the handful of people I know that are, you know, back to back having having babies. Listen, this right. is this is the current baby boom of the 60s yeah. when all the people came back from the army and had all them babies. This is yeah. the new baby boom. <laughs> yes. And it's a lot of girls. I mean, Lon is having a boy. Okay. Um, but... And she said that there's two other, two or three other girls from like when she lived in Spain or something, I think, that are pregnant as well. And they're having boys. But everybody else I know of is having a girl or has had a girl. It's a lot of girls. Girl power. Hashtag girl power. Girl power. They're going to be the next president of the United States. We both got babies. So Lauren baby and Jayla baby are going to be around here the same age. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. yeah, Jayla did that one with Lauren because I wasn't going to join her in that one. Okay. You had that by yourself. We, and for those of you that don't know, Lauren, Maylon is my cousin. She is the Maylon to the Maylin. She's my cousin. My very, like my first cousin. We're the same age. We've grown up very close like sisters. And we had our last two babies together. We was pregnant together with the last two. Her last two and my last two. So they're the same age. But then she decided to go do it again. I did not. Was not going to join her in that. So have it. I'm done. The shop is closed. Shop is closed. It's over. Burn down. Whatever. Is the last and final one. It's a wrap. <laughs> Next baby in my immediate, immediate, immediate circle is gonna be a grandbaby. It's gonna be, it's gonna be CJ's. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be a grandbaby, and I don't know the way he's talking. I don't know if I'm gonna be a grandma anytime soon. Like in the next even ten years, I'm like, boy, what? Well, sis, let me let me say this. I don't know. I might adopt. I might. I might adopt. So you you might be you might be an auntie. You might be a, a big auntie because I, I I might adopt. Here in oh the near future. I know, right? A baby, baby? No, she gonna have to learn. She gonna be walking us up now. No, I can't do that whole infant. Look. No, look. Yesterday, okay. Side by since we got to move on, cause you know how we I get know, the I know, I know. But yesterday, so when I walked in the room, Jayla was like, "Here, hold the baby," and she she oh. had it with one hand. I was like, "Let Jayla please hold that baby with two hands." She was flipping around like a damn twirling stick. I was like, "Oh my god!" So, <laughs> you know, 
sis, please tell the listeners how bad my nerves is when it comes to children. Okay, I'm just saying. Terrible. Okay. Like people wouldn't even let my babies eat cheese puffs this. without me being there. I was like, Kim, the cheese puffs melt in the mouth though. Let me they, tell you. I didn't tell you this, sis, and this is going to gross you out, okay? okay? I actually thought about, and this is a whole sidebar, guys. I actually thought about putting the damn cheese puff in my mouth to make it soft oh, milk and then give it to them. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Mir nor Emerson will choke on my goddamn watch. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, sis. I understand. Okay. I appreciate it. And... Last week when Edison was here eating the apple, remember, I was trying to cut the skin off, cut the damn thing. And Edison's like, really? What, auntie, what's going on? What's the- right, right. Mir, be still. Just stop. Don't talk. Don't breathe when you eat. He'd be like, damn, Aunt Kim, what's the problem? Exactly. <laughs> I said, no. He jumped, huh? I'm going to make him choke because I scared the hell out of him. i make him choke. <laughs> Says my nerves be bad. Listen, I know. Well, at least I know they safe, girl. They safe and will damn starve when they with me. Okay, they just feed them when they get back. You'll feed them some soup. (laughs) No, no, some broth. They won't even get soup. They get broth. (laughs) Get broth. (laughs) That is horrible. (laughs) This is this a side note. Um, I Kim, can I have some something one day? Remember you? You had an appointment here, and I was like. Let me Google it and see if a child your age can eat that. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's hard. It's, it's bad. It is just utterly ridiculous how. Okay, but anyway. She had it with one hand and handed her to one hand. Girl, made my nerves bad. So mama held her. Then Roz held her. I finally got it at the end. And you see, I was sitting in the chair being really still. Everybody else walking around. I'm like, oh my God, y'all just doing the most. Y'all just doing the most. Standing up at the window. I'm like, what if some lightning come through or something? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> You a mess. Okay, but anyway, yes, so nerve bad. But anyway, yes. So that was that was funny, girl. Me and the children. Ooh, great day. That's all I can say. But anyway, yes, it's all about the love. Okay, so sis. Anyway, let's um, let's 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 talk about um some of the foolery and some of the things that's in the news uh-huh. and entertainment, uh-huh. which we like to call anything, everything, and nothing entertainment and in the news. Dun, 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 dun. AEN News. AEN News. AEN News. What's going on? Go to defylife.com. Oh, also by go to defylife.com. Okay, first of all, okay, I don't, I don't want right. the people to come off and think that I am non-caring, but you're I, not. Because I'm, am I not one of the most compassionate, caring people in the world? I didn't care that President Bush. Mm. Okay, I'm not gonna say it. I didn't know. No, not not that you didn't care. Okay, I didn't. (laughs) I'm trying to clean this up. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me say this. For George, what's the little what's the little Bush? George H. George George H. Bush. W is the little. Okay. Because he was, he lost his father. Mm-hmm. And no, I got it. I didn't care that the 41st president passed away. I felt something for his children and his grandchildren. How about that? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when they had, when they started breaking the news and, and, and doing the specials and all this right here, 
I was just like, my goodness. And then, but then I hope people would care that I, when I leave this world, I don't know. But anyway, I felt for the son and the the, the other boys and and the grand and the grandbaby. So I, I I did. I won't say I didn't care, but it was really not a big deal. And I'm wondering if I'm gonna feel that way when Barack leaves this earth, if I'm still around. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, girl, I'd be so sad. I probably will be, cause I, I like Barack. He he just got swag. But anyway, we ain't talking about Barack, cause you know me and you will go to the left and have a whole another hour conversation about Michelle and Barack. But yes, I think I probably will be sad when 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 and if Barack leaves this this world, you know. Yeah. Um. But now I sent you some stuff, sis. So you know all of our pro-black, our you know what what we'll call them our modern day Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Soon as forty-one closed his eyes. They came out with the, you know, the 41st president, the biggest cocaine dealer in the in the in the world passed away. I was like, oh, God darn. And they listed all the stuff that he had done relating to the the AIDS. Ep- well, what he didn't do related to the AIDS epidemic, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I guess it's just a balance because, you know, if you talk about Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton, some of his policies were some of the reasons that we have the, the prison reform that we have now. So there's some good and bad. You know what I'm saying? But right. our, our our black leaders, they came out and they 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 put all the stuff down that he did or, you know, that was kind of mostly when he was CIA director um, under President Reagan. It was a lot of stuff that he did back then that was kind of shady. But mm-hmm. still somebody father, still somebody granddaddy and all that. So but yeah, I. You remember I told you how when my dad died, mm-hmm. I, it was kind of like that. Oh, okay, forty one's gone, you know, and just kept it moving, you know. Yeah, I mean, and I, I said, oh, but I mean, for me, it was like, okay, he's old, you know, Very old. His, his wife preceded him; he was probably ready to go. That's what I said too. He didn't. He didn't want to be here once. Uh, what's her name, Barbara? Right, once Barbara. Yeah. And yeah, he, he was sick. He was sickly. Been in and out of the hospital. So it wasn't like a, oh wow. It was kind of like, oh okay, well, it's time. It's time. time. And you know, when they asked if he wanted to go to the hospital, he said no. So he Wait, didn't. I have, it. I have an emergency. Pause this. I have an emergency. What, what kind of emergency? Wait a minute. Don't say that. Nine one one. What is the emergency? Edison, wait, wait, um, Edison, I was pulling you, and, uh, I was, uh, and then he ran into the TV, oh. and, uh, uh, the Xbox almost fell, but it hit the wall, and then, and then something, something that was a part of the Xbox. Okay, did it, did the Xbox hit the floor? No. So what's the emergency? Something the Xbox hit, hit, hit Edison. I but I, I think I put it back right. Okay. Well, like sounds like you took care of the emergency. Say good morning to I Kim. Good morning. Good morning, sweetheart. How are you this morning? How good. Are you? You're doing good. Welcome to the Lynn and Kim podcast. Say hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Say hey, Edison. Hi. Good morning, Edison. How are you? Good. Did you get hit by the Xbox this morning? Um, no. Did it hit you? No. He hit the TV and then the TV turned. The Xbox fell and it was still on the table and it hit the wall. And then uh, I had to push it back up. Okay. Well, sounds like you saved the day. 
Okay, now say, see you later, Aunt Kim. See you later, Aunt Kim. See you I later. love you. I love you guys. See you later. Lynn, 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 Lynn. Lynn. I'm here. Where's Edison? Where's Edison? Edison, come back. Aunt Kim has to ask you something. <laughs> Edison, <laughs> come here. Come here. Come talk to Aunt Kim real quick. Hurry up. Hurry up. This is not on the list for what we're doing today. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a ways, this is a way to the left sidebar. Edison. Hey, Edison. Hi. Edison, remember when you were here last week and I told you that you were going to be on Mom and Aunt Kim's podcast? Yeah. Okay, well, you're on the podcast. Can you say good morning? Good morning. Okay, now listen. Can you tell the listeners your girlfriends that you have at school? Yeah. Okay, now it was like 20 of them, but only give me about seven, okay? Because you're a player player. So tell the audience, say, say good morning, audience. Say it. <laughs> okay, now he's being shy. <laughs> You not gonna say good morning, audience. Okay, well, name the girlfriends. Let's go. Name, name your girlfriends. I'm count. I'm I'm ready to count. I'm ready when you are. You ready? <laughs> Number one. Leah. 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 Uh huh. London. London. Uh, Ryan. Oh, Carly. Carly. Scarlet. Scarlet. Five and Kaylin. Kaylin, yeah. Two more. Uh, Bertie. Yeah. And Cadence. 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 Cadence in mirror class. <laughs> okay, so then that's the older woman. Now you messing. Now, now you making up stuff. <laughs> right. You forgot Kaylin. I think you didn't say Kaylin. Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, I can you tell left out somebody else. Because Cadence wasn't one of them. You done added Cadence into the bunch. Okay, but Edison, which which one of your girlfriends do you like the most? Um, <laughs> Cadence. Cadence? Oh, oh my God. Okay. That's the older woman. Okay. And Thank you, baby. Thank you. You're we'll have you on next week as well, okay? Okay. Think about, I want you to talk about um, Power Rangers next week, okay? Okay. All right. I love you. Love you, too. Bye, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Lisa, I kept my word because I said we would have <laughs> on podcast. That's right. Exactly. Listen, let me just say this to you. Let me just say this to you and Yusuf. Um, sidebar all the way to the left. All jokes aside, man, y'all do a wonderful job with them kids, man. It it ain't when Mir's nickname is going to be Mr. Articulation. Mm, Mom, we have an emergency. Uh, <laughs> the television was knocked over by Edison, but I I in the middle in the middle of the crisis, I captured it and I put it back on the. <laughs> So that my so that my little brother would not be injured. I'm like, what the hell? He's gonna be a reporter. I swear he's oh gonna be a reporter. God. But see, but see, when he said, when you said I got a, a crisis nine one one, I got nervous. See, that's so all. You thought it was for real? Oh, yeah. Geez. You remember, sis? 
If it's an emergency, it's 911. If it's just something going on, it's 119. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Emergency 119. Gotcha. Yeah, emergency, like something's wrong, call a doctor, something wrong, 911. But if it's just, oh, Edison ran into the door, that's a 119. You see, yeah, he, Amir came in here and told my mama, we got an emergency. No, he came in and I gave him the look. And he said, it's an emergency. It's an, that's what I'm saying, man. That 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 look cat is so smart, man. I love it. I love it. He's a okay. Oh, but anyway. Sidebar, real quick. Okay. Real quick. Okay. I got a message that came from, who it came from? From my aunt on, on our little group message on Messenger mm-hmm. that says, beware of a piece of paper being stuck to your back window when you get in the car. Like if you at a public place. Mm-hmm. In your car, and then you look in your rearview mirror and notice it's a piece of paper on your back window, and go out to get it. Yes, right. Don't don't go out to get it. Okay, I didn't know if you knew that. Well, I think well, it I- happens every Christmas because that was out last year. I remember that from last year. Oh, okay. Probably. Because what they do, they put it there, and when you get out the car, they carjack you, steal your pocketbook, yeah. and all that foolishness. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Here they go. Here they go. Sitting around thinking about foolishness to do to, to harm somebody else, make me sick. Okay, but anyway. Exactly. Okay, but anyway, sis, are we finished with um George W H H W whatever his name is? Um, uh, well, the only reference I was gonna make to it was the cuteness of little George giving Michelle a piece of candy at the funeral, and oh. how much of a big deal the media is making of it <laughs> again. And I got to see that, sis, because you told me about it happened yeah. when somebody was in office or something. I still didn't see. I saw him yeah. shake everybody's hand, but I did not see him give her, you know, oh, yeah. candy. Because he, he reached in his pocket before he even got to them. Oh, okay. He okay. In his pocket and pulled the candy out. That is pictures and video of it everywhere. Are you serious? Um, oh, yeah. And from okay. the last time, the first time he did it and this time. Okay, and then maybe it's maybe it's just a thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's their right, thing. That's now. their little thing now. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of when, it, what funeral or what was it the first time? Um, they were sitting next to each other the first time it happened, and I, but I can't remember what what uh, uh, situation, what event it was. Okay, sis, can I ask you a question? Yes. Was that him trying to tell her that her breath stank? <laughs> no, I think I think she was wanting it the first time. She oh, was, okay. Asked for it or something, but he reached over and gave it to her that first that very first time that it happened. And then this time, I think he did it, you know, just out of gesture because it was a thing the first time. You see what oh, I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Because uh, you well, know how cute to do it again. Because you know how sometimes, like, you get a piece of gum, say, "Have one," and it really—it's not right. because you want to give them one because their their breath is offensive. But anyway, but not. <laughs> I was just, I'm just wondering. But then that you know, and then there's also this whole conversation about how they are, they are friends. Got you. Okay. Okay. It was McCain's funeral the first time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got and you. And they were sitting right next to each other. Well, that's pretty cool. But because you, you know what, sis, regardless of whatever your political views are, you st- you're still people first. And from from everything that I know of Barack and Michelle and even Laura and George, they they're good people. You might have different views, but they're good people, you know, yeah. and, and you know, Barack, you know, and, and integrate into the office. So I'm just like, you know, it is what it is, you know, and why can't you be friends? You know, and she 
has said that they are, that they are, that's her buddy. You know, they are good. There's a picture of them, you know, hugging and, you know, so apparently they have like this cute little relationship. Okay. Now I was home, sis, of course, you know, cause for those who don't know, I, I work from home. Um, I watched the, what is it? The processional when you're coming into the funeral, right? The processional. Um, so, uh, Carter and his wife came in, uh, the Clintons came in, the Obamas came in. And of course, 45 and his wife came in mm-hmm. the energy in that building prior to 45 coming in everybody was you know talking laughing being very gracious you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when 45 walked in the building you could hear a pin drop mm-hmm. mouse go across the floor mm-hmm. and the energy of everybody in that cathedral changed wow. you know one person can all the shift huh you could see the shift you could see the shift you could see that you could see the energy just be sucked out of the building of the cathedral. And you could see like Hillary and Bill, they got so stoic and, and Hillary looked straight ahead. She did not move. Barack, his whole body length, he was kind of relaxed. He got stiff. And mm. straight. You know what I'm saying? Man, wow. he, that, ooh, anyway, I ain't going to say too much because, you know, Big Brother's always listening. But it was amazing just to watch that in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but anyway. Okay, so this the last time, the last sidebar. It is snowing, snowing in North Carolina, apparently. I just saw a video. In Durham, it's snow everywhere. Sis, they called for a um, uh, uh, the national uh, state of emergency for North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, it is a state of emergency with the snow and the ice and stuff that's up there. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. And I look outside and all I see is just a little rain, clouds and cold. We yep. never get it. We never, we never get it. But anyway, okay. okay. Now, sis. Yes. Um, please tell me, because you you was you was on the thing with the Cardi B and offset. Yes. I I know about it, I heard about it, but see, I don't follow they, when she when she went to the um that thing went out in September when she went to that ball in September. The, I think it was the uh, something bizarre ball and got in the fight with Nicki Minaj people. I was done because you have no class. I'm right. not. I'm not doing that. So I don't really. I think her songs are cute, but I don't really follow Car- Cardi B. And I'm like, even when she got pregnant, it was like he was messing around. So why did y'all even get married? You know. So. Exactly. Tell- Tell me about Cardi B and Offset, and because it's something about he had a threesome or quadrupleum or something. I don't know. Not a quadrupleum. Uh-uh, um, I, I know what I said. I, I said what I said. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. There, there was. I mean, I don't know the whole ins and outs of the cheating, but I know that that's the reason they are so-called broke up. Okay. And the mistress has come out with her own little video. About she saw red and she didn't know that their marriage was serious or something like that. I didn't know he was married. Married. What what kind of marriage thought they were? What? Shut up. What? Tell her to shut up. Right. What? On the video crying. I'm so sorry, and I didn't know that his marriage was that serious. Girl, bye. So what she's saying? She thought it was just for publicity. What? What does that mean? You're married. it wasn't she, she, she trying to get her 15 minutes of, of fame or whatever you call exactly. it. Exactly. Girl, bye. 
So mm-hmm. it's, I, I, a lot of people are saying that they think the whole quote unquote breakup is publicity. And, you know, he got an album coming out. He's doing a solo album. Yes. All that extraness. And then she hadn't shown the baby until now, apparently. Now, all of a sudden, we get a picture of the baby. So some folks tend to think that it's a a whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think I don't. When she was on Love and Hip Hop, you could tell she was talented. But mm. now she done got a couple of checks under her belt. I think I think she's just, you know, over the top now, you know, right. and all this. I'm like, you're a mother. Why are you out here fighting people? You know, right. now. And, you know, now, you know, just had, she was pregnant when that happened or had the baby. Just no, had the baby. No, she I think she had just had the baby. Right. OK. But I mean, I, and, you know, Jay-Z is my husband. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is my wife. Mm-hmm. And Nicki Minaj and us are we're in a polyamorous relationship. They don't right. know. But they, we're we're okay. in a polyamorous relationship, right? So I so, need Cardi B to leave Nicki Minaj alone, okay? Because I love some Nicki. I love me some Nicki. Not, I, not not the big oversized booty, but I love Nicki, the rapper. That ain't hers. That she need to go get deflated. But anyway, I call Kimberly Michelle's um, what do you call her? Her um, plastic surgeon. Yeah. Go suck some of that out because it's a hot mess. But right. that ain't got nothing to do with her rapping though. Who great day if. Let me tell you something. Sidebar: If she comes to concert anywhere near here, I'm mm-hmm. going. I love me some that girl. That girl can blow. Okay, but anyway, we ain't gonna get on that. I can't join you on that one, sis. But okay. okay. Let me see. I could probably get. Michael probably go with me. I don't. No, Rosa, 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 girl. Can I tell you another sidebar? Sidebar. Real quick. Okay. So, I love me. I love some John Mayer. Okay. Okay. You know John. You know John Mayer, don't you? Yeah. Okay. And he came to Charlotte. So I was all on them tickets. So I said, Roz, will you go is John Mayer? John, who? John, what? Oh, you know, because Roz like straight hip hop. She 103.9, you know. Um, so I got the tickets. We went up there. Girl, she had a better time than me. We was probably about 10 little pieces of pepper and all that salt. Mm. Honey, that was one of the best concerts. Girl, let me tell you. Okay, I'm just saying. So don't say don't don't knock it before you try it because she was like, well, I'll just go to ride with you. You know, I, I, girl, that thing was up by the time it was over. She was rocking with them people and, and the white people back there. Whatever, we were back there jamming. It was a good time. So anyway, mm-hmm. so if I get some tickets to Nicki Minaj, you might need to go with me and try it out. That's all I'm saying. OK. Um, OK. All right. But anyway, sis, I want I want to do something. And mm-hmm. I tell you about the. Because I've been holding on to the whole Kevin Hart thing because I, I literally did not do it. Can I tell you about this hang glide man first? And then yes, I want to end with that. Okay, because I want you to end with the Kevin Hart thing because I have been dying to get to that. So I want that to be the last thing that we talk about on the entertainment and the news front. Okay. All right. And this is this this is just really, but just because Miss Anxiety kicked in. That's why I wanted to make you laugh. Okay. Okay. So, a man went hang gliding for his 40th birthday. Okay. And that was his birthday. He wanted to do something over the top. He wanted to do something different to celebrate his 40th birthday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So him and the instructor, they do what they do. They go up, they go up on the mountain or wherever they were. The instructor forgot to latch the man on, sis. On to what? On to him. Oh, hell no. Lynn. They forgot. Got, he forgot 
to latch the man with the harness and the belt to him. Sis, the man was hanging on with one arm to the bar going across the sky. Oh, Sis, he was holding on to the instructor's uh, parachute pants with one hand and the bar with the other hand dangling from the damn mountain. Yeah, see, no. Sis, okay, that's what I'm saying. Why you got to want to hang glide? That's number one. Yeah, why, you just, why you just can't go to your motels and have a dinner with your people? Why you got to hang glide? Right. Hold on, sis. So they, re- of course, they realize it. So the man, you know, he guides the thing down, down the mountain or down, down to the ground. He ends up breaking his leg. The the the, the guy, the forty year old man who was celebrating his birthday, ended uh-huh. up breaking his wrist when they hit the ground, breaking uh-huh. his wrist and I think his pelvis and his leg. Oh my God, Glenn. What if he would? What if he wasn't able to hold on? Uh, he would have. It'd have been more broke than that. Oh, he would have probably died. Oh my! See, that's why. I, okay, so there you go, right there. Hence the reason I ain't doing none of that because just my luck, I'd be the headline. See, sis, man does not get strapped to hang gliding, dude. See, now he's a headline. Exactly, if I'm the headline. I'm not doing it. Yes. Okay. Okay. But sis, so you know when you go on cruises, right, and you go on the deep sea excursions, no, mm. take your ass on the boat. No. You don't know them people. Mm-mm. You go talking about, well, no, let's go hang gliding off the cliff. No, just sit down somewhere, have a margarita, and chill your nerves. Right. Why you got to go do all this extra stuff? Right. Okay, I'm just saying, Lynn, he forgot to harness and let. Now, when I heard that, I was like, did the 40 year old man not realize that um, I ain't, man, ain't you supposed to hook me on the belt to you or something? Why am I still kind of over here to the left? I, right. I just, Lynn, and then they showed the picture because they had the the like the view cam on the on the helmet. Lynn, I I was like, oh my god, he gonna fall, he gonna fall, he gonna fall. You can probably find it on Google, but it was on the news when I watched the news. Lynn, I was just like, how do I, you forget to harness? No, sis. Mm-hmm. One, okay, I'm sure, I'm hoping that the man had insurance, the 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 hang glider instructor man, right. <laughs> Hopefully he had insurance to pay for his medical bills. But do you know, Lynn, that I would still be in the mental institution right now? Because Miss Anks would have taken over my entire life and it would be a wrap. Uh-huh. But anyway, I'm just saying that I just want to share that with you and let you say that's why I just go to work, stay in my house, do the stuff I do and don't be trying nothing extra. That's why right there. Right. That's why right there. Okay, but anyway, that was just, I just wanted to share that with you. I've been holding that one for, for a minute. The, which is why you ain't going to catch me wanting to hang glide on my 40th birthday. Hang glide. I ain't hang glide. I ain't zip lining. Zip lining. Now, I did want to zip line over at the zoo, but after this story right here, it's a wrap. Nope. No, thank you. I'm done. I'm good. I'll just, you know, I'll just go to somewhere and have dinner with y'all. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Okay. But anyway, okay, so, I want, want to share that with you. Yeah. While we are discussing this, there's a video playing on my phone, sidebar. Okay. Oh, my God. Of a a baby, your thing, what we was just talking about. I guess they in the mall, the baby choking. Mm. And it's, it's on camera, I guess, because of the cameras in the mall. It's been three minutes. Oh, Jesus. And they're showing the police officers trying to clear the baby throat. And it, it's been three minutes. And the oh. baby 
but they finally got her breathing. Oh Lord, you know, I was in here, Kim, I'm sweating. Oh. I'm grabbing hold to my neck. Oh. Oh Lord. Okay. Sis. Sis, huh? why are you looking at that while we doing the podcast? I'm just asking. Yeah. I'm I, was, just I was looking for something else. Okay. I'm just and okay. This and it caught my attention. Obviously. And they saved the baby Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, after three yeah. minutes, I'm surprised that they saved the baby. I'm just saying. Not right. Saying. But look at so when you got your nieces and nephews, if they start choking, your now the, the baby ones, the infant ones, you supposed to, you know, turn them upside down and hit their back. Okay, turn them upside down, like by their feet upside down. Like, I like, like, like you to the floor, right? Turn them over on their where their back would be facing my face. Yes, up yes. and their face is facing the floor. They're like at an angle down. Okay, thought, yeah. And you kind of you're kind of holding them with one hand by yeah. their yes, and then you hit the back, and then you hit the back, right? Okay, I, I, Edison and Mirror size, I think, and McKinley. I do believe that they are Heimlich. You just have to get on your knees to do it, and you only do it with one hand. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because I, I mean, hit them on the back still probably could work, but they are of age to be able to get the, the Heimlich. Okay, sis. Mm-hmm. I love you. Okay, but I need you to put that phone down and and pay attention to our podcast. <laughs> I was paying attention. Listen, no, because I was like, what are you doing? Because you know I know when you're paying attention, tension, and when you're paying attention. I know how to multitask. What were you looking for? The I was looking for the George Bush thing. What about him? We done passed him. What you, what I know, but, but see, it, it was that long ago. I pulled that up earlier. What? But, I mean, what about him, though? What about him? I was trying to I was trying to figure out the first time that he gave Michelle the candy. Are you serious? Sis? Is that what you were doing? That was when we was talking about him. Yes. Okay, sis. That was like eighteen minutes ago. I know. Okay. All right. But anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So anyway. Um. Okay. So this has nothing to do with nothing, only because we live in the Midlands. But um, according to the FBI, sis. Um, Columbia is among the 25 most dangerous metropolitan areas in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I live in Columbia. You live on the outskirts of Columbia. I live in Columbia. And do you know how many metropolitan cities there are in this country? And we in the top 25. Yeah, that makes no sense. Can I say I'm going to Palmetto State Armory and do what I need to do to get my concealed weapons permit? <laughs> what the world? <laughs> Man, why is little old Columbia, little old Columbia in the top 25? I'm just asking now. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I'm, and that's scary. That's scary because because like you say, little old Columbia. Exactly. You don't hear about. I mean, and I know, but this is what tripped me out. They got to have something about something in there because, sis, every single week there's something about Sumter, South Carolina. And you heard about the man who died in jail down in Sumter. No, in Sumter? In, in the Sumter County Jail last week, they found an inmate unconscious and he died yesterday. What? 
They yeah. know what it was? No, I guess they got to, you know, do whatever needs to be done. But they found him unconscious earlier this week and he died yesterday. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. You know that y'all, the people be killing people down there. They be dead people in the road. So I bet you, I bet you something has something to do. It's probably considered part of um the metropolitan Columbia area. <laughs> so y'all probably raised the percentage about 20%. Look here. Look at my city now. I'm just listen, sis. You know your city danger. Every time something comes in the news, I'm like, sis, you all right? You don't live by that, do you? you don't <laughs> Damn. Sis, grocery store got robbed. Sis, car, car man got carjacked. Somebody done shot up somebody's house. Great. Okay, but anyway, mm-hmm. I just want so we need to help the police and we need to we need to make that number go down. We need to make that number, we need to reduce that number because I don't like that. You know, I look, I got little Marlin, we got little babies around here. I know. <laughs> in this area but anyway okay sis i've been waiting on this right here all week long please (laughs) tell me what the hell because every time i even hear something about kevin hart and the oscars i turn it because i want to hear it from you please tell me what the hell is going on with kevin hart he was supposed to be the host of the oscars then he not gonna be please the hell tell me what's going on Okay. And it, it, it's, you know, it's just so aggravating. Um, I heard it too when you did that, you know, he, oh, and it was all exciting and this is what he's wanted to do all his life and blah, blah, blah. Right. That was one, one day, whatever day that was, then the next day, Kevin Hart is no longer hosting the Oscars. I'm like, what? Okay. Oh. So, Somebody apparently mad that that's who the chosen one was. They get the searching and go back nine years oh ago. Okay. I didn't even know Twitter was out nine years ago, but anyway, Neither did I? Okay, that he tweeted apparently about regarding L- the LGBTQRSTUV community. <laughs> elemental P. Elemental P. <laughs> they keep adding letters, man. I can't keep up. Elemental P Q R S T U V. God damn. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. They keep adding letters, so I just, you know, I add them just to make sure I covered everybody. Said something about the L G B T Q community. Eleven? No, nine years ago. Nine years ago. Okay. All right. I don't know exactly what he said, but you know the the sensitive people of today um, have been offended, even though. But here's the thing now. So he came on and talked about how the Academy called him and told him he needed to apologize. Okay. I'm coming. He refused to apologize because he already has. It was addressed back then. And he did a public apology. So he's like, I'm not going to apologize again. Y'all can have it. Get somebody else to host. But I'm not doing this again. Okay. All right. Hold on, sis. Let me make sure I follow. All right. Nine years ago, Kevin Hart tweeted something stupid. What was it like? Despair? I mean, like, was it in a, in a joking van, or you don't know a joking man? I don't, or don't know. know. I don't know if it was a joke or. I mean, okay. he you know went on to say I'm not that person anymore. You know, I've changed. Blah blah blah. So I don't know if. He so he's was grown. grown. So he's grown. Okay. So he made a tr- a tweet that was very offensive to the gay community. Right. He apologized nine years ago. Mm-hmm. He has since made 15 blockbuster movies and mm-hmm. been in commercials. And so somebody pulled the tweet up 
when he got the job for the host to be the host of the Oscars, the Oscar committee called him and told him to apologize. Correct. He said, "The hell with y'all. I've already done that. I'm not doing that again." Right. So he. So who did the committee unhire him, or did he decide he didn't want to do it? He declined after he had already accepted, though. Right. So you mean to tell me the committee did not know about this text when they asked him? I mean, apparently not. That's why I said somebody went digging. But since you vet those people when you do that, I mean, they know he's a comedian. Right. And, and this is what I'm saying, sis. Okay. He said I wasn't that person, right? Right. I'm no longer that person. Okay. So let's just say he oh, said, okay, sis, I, you know I need you to pull up that tweet, right? I'm surprised you don't have it. I, I don't. Um, okay. So let's just say he said uh, all gay people going to go to hell. Let's just say he said that. And let's just say that he has grown as a man spiritually and everything else. And he was like, you know what, man, that, that, that was that was a stupid thing for me to say. I apologize. I know now I've, I've learned. I know that was very ignorant of me. And I apologize to the community. I'm going to put a gay person in my next film, whatever. OK, so right. why should that stop him from hosting the Oscars now? I, I'm not. I don't get that. OK, here, here, here we go. I have made a choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from the past. Um, okay, okay, that was his comments were comments that he made about his son during a 2010 seriously funny sketch. Oh my God! He joked about not wanting his son, who was three at the time, to be gay. Okay. Yeah, that was that's that's what the comments were. Okay, so he said, "I don't want my son to be gay." Or, "Boy, I hope my son don't be gay." Lynn, that's his personal fucking opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's his freaking opinion. Exactly. I can think of 400 men that would probably feel the same way. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't understand, you know, and what parent is going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I hope one of my child will be. Yeah. Sis, sis, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need, can we, can we? If the producer is anywhere in the house, I need, I need, I need a male perspective here. Yep. Oh, damn, that was fast. Hey, hey, producer. Hey. Was did, did you hear what we talking about? Yeah, I heard what you talking about. What I heard what you what, talking about. What you think? Um, I think that our our community has become extremely sensitive. Like just period. Like I think I think that we are too socially conscious. Um, oh, and it's 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 irritating to a degree. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I. It's funny. I had this uh, conversation with Josh's wife at his basketball game the other night, and we talked about the fact that, um, the now it seems as though everybody is so socially conscious that we're forgetting that kids take in things. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. you're upset at Kevin Hart for there's not one man on this earth. And that's not to say that there's anything wrong with it. 
but the, I don't think there's any man on this earth that would want their child. And it's not because there's anything wrong with it, but I don't think anybody wants their kid to go through some of the things that they would have to go through socially to be themselves if that's what they are. If one of my sons turns out, if that's what they turn out to be, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm like, yo, there's nothing wrong with that. Be who you are. I'm always encouraging my kids to be who they are, whether it's any of my sons, any of my daughters. Like, be who you are. But I don't expect for them to take things so personally to the point where a guy who gets paid for, that's how he feeds his family is to make jokes. And he made a joke, albeit a very funny one, about his son not being gay not wanting right. to be gay the, the joke was a funny joke and since then like to your point kim has made a million movies but because this young black man very successful black man was about to host a show is the oscars correct if i'm not mistaken yes the Oscars. Yeah, yes a predominantly white award uh-huh all white award it is it is a it is an all white let's let's not predominantly white what is what, what's, 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 what's the keep it politically correct yeah yeah what's the what's the rap line uh um uh denzel had to be crooked before he took it like okay, yeah, okay. you know what i'm saying so a uh, predominantly i think now 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 after the millions of dollars he's made and the millions of dollars in the amount of the lgbtq how many more letters is it R-S-T-U-V. Stop and, it. And Z. Um, after, and I'm pretty sure they were in the stands and the, the community has watched it repeatedly on Netflix and they've watched it on their fire sticks and laughed their behinds off. Mm-hmm. Now somebody now goes. A problem. All now of a sudden. A problem. All of a sudden it's, it's a problem. All of a sudden. Nah, it, it, and that's why I was like, it happened nine years ago. And then he said it about... He said it about his own son, and what he wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a. The joke was not downing. The joke was not downing, and if I can find the clip, I'll find it and play it. But the joke was not downing the. The community. The community, right? It was not downing the community. What it was doing was it. It was a joke. He tells this joke about like his his son dancing at a party. And a kid, right. a, kid a kid hopped behind his son and started <laughs> dancing on his son. And he said he ran over there and knocked the kid down and said, Hey, stop, that's gay. And so he said the thing that made him mad was not the fact that the boy and this is what he said in the joke. He said, I really wasn't mad that the boy was dancing behind my son. It was more so my son had on corduroys. And so it was making that <laughs> noise. So you know, and then he was like he was like, what made me even more mad is at the time I was eating chicken wings, so I had to decide whether I wanted to drop the wing, lick my fingers, and then knock them over, or what. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. What, you know, so it was that type of joke. It wasn't anything being demeaning to, um, uh, to, uh, the, gay to, to the gay community. But even, even more than that, what type of society have we become when we can't laugh at ourselves? I'm just right. and he even said, "Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic." Yeah. I got the clip right here. Like, like, what is? I it? have nothing against gay people. Exactly. Like that's that's the thing. And he, and if you watch any of his other stand-ups, he's never made a reference to it ever. Right. 
that was one okay. that was so, one joke that had nothing to do with the gay community and all about the relationship all about him and his son so basically there is a uh whatever of people there is a what's the word help me sis um, demographic demographic of people who do not want kevin hart to hold that's going to be too black for them that's what that is oh yeah because you know because here's the thing there's a couple of people who can't like they wasn't going to have bernie mac up there doing that kevin hart is like putting bernie mac up there that's what i'm saying you can't control you can't control what he's going to say you live you cannot control what he's going to say so this is about that listen i understand but that this is this is a the the most prestigious award show ever and y'all about to make this thing too black so we're gonna nip that in the bud that's what that's about and i don't even think it was the committee i think the committee chose him i think they vetted him i think they knew about it um i do believe all of those things are true because these are people that get paid millions of dollars to come up with this stuff Um, absolutely but I, what I think is they probably got one anonymous email or an uh, anonymous phone call like, hey, uh-huh. y'all do know and probably sent them the clip of the joke. And he probably contacted them and, and as his right, like if I'm Kevin Hart, man, I would I would say the same thing. No, I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not, not again. No, not again. And when no, he apologized already. But here's you know what I would thing, tell him? There, there was no reason. I did nine years ago. But I, I, yeah, I don't even, I don't even think he needed to apologize then. Like I don't think it was anything to apl- apologize for. Well, I agree with that. Too. Like if that's the case, then 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 if that's the case, then Christians should have a problem with, um, the Christians should have a problem with the way, uh. These stand-up comics use profane language in their stand-up. You should feel offended by you, it. You sure you want to go there? Are you sure you want to go there, Yusuf? I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Want you to listen, listen, because you know, because I can't wait to get on Black Gumbo and start talking about the Christians. But I'm just saying, I'm if just, you go there, take it. If you go there, take it. Right, there. I'm just that saying, like, is, like that. Like we, then, then that means every time I turn on my TV, I should be offended. That's right. What, that's what that means. All comedians every, would need to apologize for something. For, for all, so, right. so, so the comedians should should apologize to white to the black community comedians should apologize. Now, this is another thing. But anyway, that's going down a whole nother road. But but <laughs> by saying this, but by saying this, you're saying that black comedians should apologize to the white community for making the white jokes about women have white women have no butts and this that and the third. So like that's right. Like is that is that uh, um and the white comedians should always have to apologize for the references they make to want to black women and their big butts. You about know, big like, butts. That's you right. know, like that's right. Is that what is that what we have become? Is the, if 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 that's the world we live in, like okay, you're you're mad at him for him saying that about that. Yet yet y'all are okay with sexuality on TV, whether it's straight or gay. Exactly. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you're you. You're okay with that. You're okay with that, but this joke from nine years ago. And you're also okay with what everything that the current president has said. Please don't don't get oh you can't follow up. Don't go there. He don't apologize to the people from Mexico. He don't Hello. apologize. He don't apologize for nothing. Nothing. No. nothing. So, I mean, like and he doesn't talk against other races, uh, against women, against disabled people. Over, over a two second people, joke. White people, black people, it does not matter. And he is not apologetic and he won't apologize. So what's the point? Over a two That's second crazy. joke now. A two second joke. A like, two second joke. Would you like to hear it, sis? Um, well, I was gonna say this right here, um, which it appeared to be kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I'm, if, if, I'm, if fine. Want... I'm locating it now. I got it. Right. You ain't got no. It way. might. Not come I don't out. know. Mine might not work as good. Is that what we saying? Yeah. No, we look. Saying I, I, 
I, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Sis. But now I I want to remind me, I want to go back and to touch on Yusuf the father and Lynn the mother. Okay. Not about Kevin Hart, but after we finish this right here, I want to, because y'all done got my mind spinning over here. Okay, hold on. I'm about to play it right now. Let me let me see what he said. Let me let me see if I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my my brother was trying to call me just now. I'm trying to play it. And, uh, okay, let me. You know how YouTube got the commercial, and this is for copyright. Uh, this is via YouTube. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let me, you gonna keep trying to call you? I know, but right now I can't. That's why I should play it on my phone. Anyway. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. I'm gonna tell you guys one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Be happy. Do what you want to do. But me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I handle my son's first gay moment correctly. Like, <laughs> every kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid. But when it happens, you got to nip it in the bud. You got to stop it right there. Hey, stop. That's gay. It's quick. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know if I handle my son's situation right, okay? He's at a birthday party, right? My son had a birthday party. He's playing. You know when kids play, they just play. You don't know what they're doing, but they're having a good time. They're just doing a bunch of stuff, right? <laughs> moving around. I said, okay, he's good. I finished talking. I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. He was, he was like this. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. <laughs> What's going on here? What kind of party is this? Huh? What kind of party is this? What's going on here? This lady came out. She's like, what are you doing? They kids. Let them play. I said, well, you show me another kid getting fucked in the ass and I'll calm down. Oh, my, <laughs> my son had on corduroys. That's why I had an attitude. Because I didn't see it. I heard it. All I heard was... He heard it. I said, what the... Who the hell is playing cards? What is that? Is somebody shuffling cards? I'm too young for spades here. <laughs> the thing that pissed me off. It pissed me off, man. I was eating a buffalo wing when it happened. <laughs> I should have dropped the wing and ran over there, but I licked my fingers first. I, I didn't mean it. I said, hey, boy. <laughs> the black in me came out. But that's the clip. Like, what about listen, that was offensive? Listen, 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 man. Who, whoever, Kevin, go and do your next thing. That shit was funny, okay? <laughs> that was funny. That's what I'm saying. Like it was funny. Oh, like, come on, come on, y'all. You, 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 we, 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 I, as a society, we can't be here. We so just, do you? That's the whole. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. Do you think it was a gay person that? Or I, no, no, no. I don't. I, I do not feel that way. Cause I honestly feel like he, he gives, he gives. What is, what is it called? Uh, uh, uh. Let me. Let me let me preface. He prefaces his statement by saying, "Look, by no means am I, you know, by no means am I homophobic or, you know, right. you know, you know, do you? You know what I'm saying? Do you? Absolutely. Do you? Like that's whatever it is your life is is just not mine. It's not my lifestyle, right. and I'm not the one. It's not one that I wish for my child. It's not one that I wish for my child for whatever exactly. whatever personal reason I have. 
if I don't have anything against you, if I'm not out there, if if every joke out my mouth is not gay bashing, if I am not out there put leading the 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 I'm against that community charge, like if I'm not doing that, then this is a joke that I preface by saying, hey, and no no way do am I homophobic or have an issue with with with, with the gay community. And then he goes on to tell this joke, which is which is hilarious. The joke is funny. funny. And and the most the the thing about me when he was talking about somebody was shuffling cars because of the corduroys. That's hilarious. Yeah, he was like, that is funny. That's funny as hell. Like it's just it's funny. So just take it for what it is. Take the art. Enjoy the art of a stand up comic and enjoy that. It's just like enjoy. Shoot, if 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 you don't like it, don't listen. You don't like rap music, don't listen to it. And you see, that's what happened. I think that person was like, listen, I'm not, we, we don't need, you can go black, not Kevin Hart black. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. You, you can go black, but you just can't go Kevin Hart black. Kevin Hart ain't that mainstream where he may think he is, but he ain't that mainstream where the entire uh, uh, white community or, uh, is accepting of him. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just, it, it, it's crazy. I think it's dumb. I think that our society is a mess, but hey, you know I'm I'm um I'm a digress and hold hold, hey, hold on you let, let me let me ask you this right here. Well, first of all, so let let's go back to the whole thing about being the 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 children being gay. Let's let's start there. So Yusuf as a dad and having three boys and three girls, and just this is just an opinion because I'm curious. Would you, and I won't say prefer, what, what would be easier for you to accept if one of your daughters came and said, dad, I'm gay, or one of your sons says, dad, I'm gay? And then that same question is posed to you, sis, even though you don't have any daughters, but, you know, about, about your sons. I am, I would say both is easy for me to take, and I'm going to tell you, okay. and I'm going to explain why. Both okay. is easy to take. Um, one, um, I have an issue with my younger kids uh, watching any kind of sexuality on TV. Um, yes. Uh, like I made the statement uh, the other day, like Black Lightning um, has a gay character on Black Lightning. Now, my son likes Black... Amir loves Black Lightning uh, as well as The Flash, but there's a gay character on Black Lightning. And I'm like, well, if this is a superhero show, why does there need to be any kind of sexuality? There can be affection... But it doesn't have to be sexuality, and there'd be like little sex scenes I, on the show. So I have to send him out. Yeah, I'd be having to go. Hey, Mayor, go get Daddy something out to drink to drink out of out the refrigerator. Um, and, and but I would do the same thing if it's kissing or anything else, whether it's heterosexual or homosexual, which, whichever it is. Uh-huh. I because I don't want him to. I do not want to influence. I don't want anything to influence my kids' decisions on their sexuality. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I think that when a person sees heterosexuality as a norm, they think that homosexuality is unnormal or not normal. So they feel as though that, that they can't be themselves, thus leading to depression and all kinds of other issues. I want my children to be free to make the choices that they want to make without being influenced by myself or by anything else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
uh, or the TV, especially TV, because they watch a lot of it. So that's why I said it would be easy for me to take it because I do my best to try to make sure that if my child comes to me and says, hey, dad, this is how I feel. Like I have these feelings for a man. Like I need them to know that they can talk to me. That I've never, I need to know for myself that I've never steered them in one direction or the other. So they're making a conscious choice, you know, or, or, you know, like, you know, or, or being born that way or being born in in a particular, uh, uh, preferring sexual preference, then, you know, that's, I know that that was developed by them themselves through them, not through me saying that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. You know, like if I saw if I saw a mirror kissing a little girl at school, I'd stop it. Hey, man. Hey, we don't do that. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think that the issue is that some people are the one a TV has gotten ridiculous with what they show on TV, gotten gotten berserk. Um, And and because even if you look back on it, somebody was like, yeah, homosexuality is really on TV. I said, sex period is really on TV now. Thank you. Thank sex, you. It doesn't sex matter. Sex period is, is, is rampant on TV right now. Um, and they and I feel like every show feels like it needs to appeal, appease both the hetero and the heterosexuals, heterosexual community and the the LGBTQJRK whatever community WXYZ community but you know what what you're saying is absolutely correct now every show has to have a black character every show has to have a gay character exactly every show has to have a trans a transgender character you know exactly. just to appease everybody just make the show what the hell it is and let it be a good show you know because now you can expect one from one from every type of demographic to be in a damn show now. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it, and it started, it's, it is starting to just inundate with all the, and, and the shows are not good anymore because you're trying to please everybody. Because if you don't have a black character, then it's, you know, you're discriminating against the black people. And then if you don't have old people, I mean, so it, it's old people, young people. They came out with an old, they came out with a, with a, with an old people comedy. Like, like just like stop worrying about offending uh-huh. And just be creative, like and just put out good creative shows. Exactly, like like me and Lynn it, talked earlier. Like they about to reboot, reboot. Um, um, oh God, what's what's Martin, the sh- Martin living single, living single, and and New York, uh, New York undercover. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> like I enjoy the reruns. Let me enjoy my reruns. Like I don't, well, I don't I want. You, I, like where is the creativity? Where are these creative people? What what I happened told, to told that? Lynn, I said, well, are they going to come back and have like children now? And I guarantee you, Yusuf, they'll have a biracial child. They'll have a gay child. They'll have, you know what I'm <laughs> that's saying? Why you know, I don't, that's why I don't want to see it. That's why I don't want to see it. Like, exactly. I, like I loved, I loved, um, uh, 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 what's, what's the married with children? Loved it. It was a completely white show. But Absolutely. I, I loved Seinfeld. Seinfeld but we had, never noticed that either. Seinfeld. Like we watched them. And nobody felt a way about that. I loved Friends. There was no black characters on any of these shows except not for, none. Except for Ross dated a black girl once, but that was, what's her name? Lynn. Aisha. Aisha uh, Taylor. Um, Aisha Tyler and Gabrielle Union. Both and of Gabrielle, them. And Gabrielle Union. But I mean, there were cameos. They weren't staples on the show. Now right. these people are being so cognizant of 
we gotta have a gay character. Um, how to get away with murder, scandal, um, um, yes. empire. Um, yes. All of these doggone black lightning. Like, okay, then we gotta have a black character. We gotta have an old character. We gotta have, you know what I'm saying? Like we. <laughs> Like, God, yes. dog, we got to have, if it's a black show, we got to have a white character because we don't want to leave nobody out. You know what I'm saying? In some instances, we, you know, we got to have a, 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 a short person. I don't know what they call them politically correctly. Little people. Little, little people. We got to have a little person. You know what I'm saying? We got to come out. We, we got to come out with a little person, um, with a little people show, with a little people yeah. reality show. We got to come out with a fat people reality show. Like, and a tall people reality show. You're like, what? And and so now it's just utterly ridiculous. ridiculous. See now, exactly. It's, it's to the point where I I am okay with reruns. Give me the Cosby Show. Right. Let me let me look at uh let me look at Seinfeld. Let me look at Friends. And every now and then, let me watch a cooking show, and I'm good. Okay. Like I I, I and you're here. and I'm good. And and like shoot, I'm watching. I watch The Rookie. Because yeah. it, because it's a good show. I watch Law and Order because these are good creative shows. They're good shows. They're, they're exactly. not they're not trying to be cognizant or they're not trying to not offend anybody. So they're overdoing extra stuff. Like just like just just make good quality content. And hit, but here's the thing that I think people do not realize that are making these decisions. No matter what you do. You're gonna offend somebody. Somebody, that's right. No matter what you that's- do, you could think you're taking everything into account. You're going to offend someone. No matter what yeah. you do, you're going to offend someone. And they're it, even doing it in ads and commercials now. Oh yes. my God. Listen, if I see if I'm swiping on because I'm on uh uh what's it called Snapchat. If I swipe on Snapchat and see two guys kissing for a commercial again, I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> I don't even I, I swipe so fast <laughs> as soon as it comes up like I just keep swiping like but it comes up repeatedly you know what I'm saying like and, I, and, here's, and here's my thing if if the if the creative person behind the commercial and it calls for two men to be or two women or whatever and let, let me tell you what's getting me then then that's fine but don't go out your way to make it to that make it fine. that yes because my material commercial where the black man and the white no it was the white woman and the black man had the biracial child. Do oh, you know God. The people went out and boycotted Cheerios and said, uh-huh. get that shit off of the television. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's look, if you don't like my commercial, turn the damn channel. Put it on mute. Do what you do. But you don't have to go out your way to make it one thing or the other. Make it a good whatever it's going to be and keep it moving. Because if I, if I watch something on television and I don't like it or it's inappropriate or whatever, you know what I do? I change the channel. I'm not going to go uh, email uh, ABC talking about you don't need to have this on that on that. I don't like it. I don't have to watch it. Kim, let me ask you a question. And and Lynn, I pose this question to you as well. Thanks. Who the fuck has that much goddamn time <laughs> to write a motherfucking letter? I don't have yes. that much goddamn time <laughs> to write exactly. a letter, to write a goddamn uh uh uh, uh a tweet to to damn this. boycott. Where's your job? Like go go this to work. Society has gone nuts. When you start attacking a seventy four year old Christmas song. We have gone nuts. Man. Yo, did you see that people wanted to protest 
Um, the baby is cold outside. The peanuts? No, no, no. The peanuts oh. Christmas or Thanksgiving show? The Thanksgiving episode? Some black people brought some black people brought, brought it up, and I'm looking at them like, come on now. Like I'm black too, but yeah, come on. What, what, what was the problem, Yusuf? What what happened? What what was the problem? Okay, you know the same cartoon has been showing for over what close to fifty years. I was gonna say 50, 60 years. Yes, 50, 60, it comes on every year, same time. The same exact show. So this year, this year, somebody notices somebody of our persuasion notices that what's uh what's what's the um what's the the black character's name on the peanuts? Charlie Brown. Yeah, and Charlie Brown. I what's don't know the, that we ever knew his name, but it's right. okay. Yeah, he has right. a name, but you know he he's always he's always walking with the dirt and whatever else. So yeah. they have him. No, s- the one walking with the dirt. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. 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 Not Pigpen. The black, the black character, the black character. All okay. right. So apparently, there's a part where they're at the Thanksgiving dinner, and he's like sitting by himself. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, yeah. I saw that clip. And okay. so they're like, "Well, that's racist," and this, that, and the third. Yeah. Now, little do they know, the creator of the show, now this is how ignorant people are. This is how ignorant they are now. Don't, uh, first off, we speak without research. Yes. I tell, my, I tell my students, I try to teach my students all the time. You're never wrong as long as you can prove it from the text. Do your research before you answer. Be knowledgeable before you answer. Little yes. do they know that that character was created as a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King by the creator. Mm. Mm. Okay. Initially, the publication that the Peanuts initially was on wanted him to take out that character and threatened to take it away. Threatened to 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 take uh, Peanuts out of the newspaper. He said, "Do what you got to do. That character is staying." All right. Uh. You see, so we do not take enough. Everybody ready to to to, to go forth and conquer, but don't want to take ten seconds it takes to research and go well. Why is that? Why is he the only black character? Or let me see the history behind what's going on so that I can speak. Was this done uh, as a blatant attempt to be racist or was this or or was this something that just it was a creative part? It was just a part of something. And it took us 56 years to figure it out. Right. right. It took us 50, 60 years to see that. That's the same thing with the darn song. Like the song has been out seventy four years, and I like how you just ran over my little. I'm sorry. I, I, it was to, it was to add to your okay. story. It was to okay. add to your story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kim and I have discussed the fact that they're trying to boot "Baby Is Cold Outside." Talking about this an offense, <laughs> and guess who's doing it? The Me Too movement. Oh, yes. okay. well, she she might have been roofied with a. Yes. <laughs> Put the hell up! Stop it! Are you serious? Yes, they are saying that that part of the song where she was like, "What's in this drink?" could could allude to the fact that she had a drug in her drink or some foolishness. Wait, man, can I can I say can I can I? Can oh I, my god, I'm so sick. Oh, that don't make my make my head hurt this morning. I want to say something, um, to all of the people, and I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave y'all show on this on this <laughs> statement to all of the people who have an issue with something on in the media or something whatever um i'm gonna give you some advice and i don't mean it in a negative way i actually mean it from the bottom of my heart and i hope you internalize it shut the fuck up and take your ass to work mind your goddamn business find some other shit to do 
and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Goodbye. Excuse our producer's well, profane Leave the producer's statement and I didn't have to say it this week. Listen, for all that may be offended, please excuse our producer's profane language. Thank you. Lynn, give him a disclaimer. Because <laughs> you know I was thinking it, but at least the producer has said it, so I'm done. I don't have to come back with that. Cause oh, God. These people get on my nerves. Oh, get on my nerves. Just go somewhere. So is somebody now getting paid to just find shit wrong with I mean, I don't understand. Like, if it ain't your job to sit around and find some offensive shit, then like he said, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, what? let me let you me see. That kind of time on your hands, you can sit there and listen to the words that baby is cold outside and find something wrong with it. No, but Lynn, tell the listeners what you said. If that's the case, they need to um take off. Santa baby. Santa baby. Santa baby. Yes. Number seven in the minute. That's the sexiest Christmas song ever made in the history of Christmas songs. And you want to attack baby? It's cold outside. And then she got on the little cat suit all tight and the whole Christmas song is sexualized exactly. to left to the 10th degree and you want to talk about when she was talking about what's in the drink she was talking about it making her feel good you know what's in this drink I'm feeling good I'm feeling Christmassy go oh, sit down somewhere God. now I don't forgot what the hell we was talking about exactly well listen I'm about to start a new Me Too movement Me Too my ass <laughs> Hashtag me to my ass. <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying, sis. So let me say this. I, because you know, I don't, I'm not the big comedy sit around and watch the comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Sis, can I just, I'm, I'm just going to share with the, you know what? Let me just shut up because I'm about to get personal and deep and I'm just going to go on by my, my business. Listen, Kevin Hart, when you're a comedian, that's what you do, you make people laugh. Mm-hmm. I listened to it. This was probably, yeah, I think I may have heard something about it back in that because Michael likes to watch that type of stand up. If you're offended by that, you need to go do something with your life. You need to go get a life. Exactly. And if you don't like, because you know, when you are going to listen to a stand up comedian, you don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sis, they can even say something that I disagree with. And I would be like, oh, damn, I can't believe they said that. But the shit is still funny. Right. You know, so I'm like, just stop taking life so damn seriously. You know, so Kevin, I'm with you. Kevin Hart, shout out from the Anything, Everything and Nothing podcast with Lynn and Kim. We behind you. I'm glad you didn't apologize. You don't have to apologize. You've apologized once because that was probably the right thing to do back then. That's why your career shut off. I would tell the artists kiss my butt because they don't put none of our movies in there anyway. So what the hell? Exactly. So what it matter? You'd have been the only black person on the stage the whole night. So, so what? So what? So what? But any damn way, sis. Ugh, yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, great. They done make done got me hot over here. Producing done got me fired up over here. <laughs> okay. All right. But anyway. Okay. So look, that was a nice little turn to the left for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Kim. Sidebar. Sidebar. Okay. Sidebar. Okay. So. Literally, I just pull up the Santa Baby video, right? Oh my God! Why is she naked in the video, though? That's what I'm, I'm trying to she tell you. She ain't got so, numbers on her. So where are where are the women talking about taking that off because it's demeaning to women? Exactly. Now, mind you, 
I love Eartha Kitt. She, you know, I really like Eartha. She's great. My my mama has always admired her. People used to tell her she looked like a yeah. Did like in my mama's younger days, she and Eartha Kitt flavor a lot. They look like they related. But hold on, hold on, everybody, come here. Roz just walked in the door trying to be quiet. Say hi, say hi. Hi. Say hello to our listeners. Hi, listeners. (laughs) Hi, Roz. Bye. Bye, girl. I don't know why you put her on blast like that. Exactly. She come to feed her 74 stray cats outside. Oh, Lord. Roz, and, Roz, Roz the cat lady. Cat lady. Cat lady. I refuse to go to the left with a sidebar. Roz got rack damn coons, possums, and kitty cats out that damn door. She mm-hmm. takes them all in. Now she wanna, we need to go buy the, we need to go buy the cats a house because it's cold outside. What? Roz and her wildlife. Oh, wild damn kingdom on Wildsmith Avenue. I'm just saying. Okay. But anyway. Okay. Okay. Right. See. okay. So, what? Where, where we at, girl? Listen, <laughs> sis. <laughs> we all discombobulated. <laughs> Come on, let's fire it up. We don't know what the hell going on over right. All three of us then got hot. No, but that whole, you know, um, you you can't say somebody you look nice today. That's sexual harassment. You know, just mm-hmm. damn, just stop it. Running out, man. They running, running out. out. Okay, sis. So, so we done went to the left or right, came back to the middle on that. Let's right. let's, let's talk about that. Um, because we got we had, we ain't even got to our um our main topic today. But anyway, let's. Okay, sis. Did you, <laughs> sis? Did you hear about that? The daddy who posted, I guess, on his social media page, his mm-hmm. daughter, his ten-year-old daughter. Spend mm-hmm. it off the bus for three days. Yep. For bullying. Yep. For the second time. For the second time. That was the second time now. So the second time she got suspended for three days. So he made her walk to school five miles and he, you know, he recorded it and put it on Facebook. Right. Now, you know, you are my parenting expert. <laughs> what, do think, what do you think about that? I think that was a darn good punishment. Because oh. if you're going to be bullying on the bus, get kicked off the bus, then how else you get in the school? Okay. If I don't have a car to drive you, how else you going to get there? So let's try, let's try a scenario. What if you had to walk to school? Now, mind you, he ain't just throw the girl out the door and sent her packing. He followed her in the car mm-hmm. to make sure she was safe, but she still got the gist of it. She got the idea of what it's like to walk five miles to school. Okay. I bet she won't bully on that damn bus no more. I bet she won't bully again. Now, unless she's um, diagnosed with conduct disorder or ODD, but um, outside of that. <laughs> you got to go another direction. <laughs> you got to go another direction. Okay, but sis, I thought he should have whipped her ass mm-hmm. and then made her walk. He might have. Maybe we just didn't see the butt whipping part. Maybe he did. Exactly, because here you go. Now, you got in trouble once, and I don't talk to you about it. Now you go and do it again because now you think I'm playing. So now you're going to go do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time for you to walk. I'm going to put it on social media and I'm going to whoop your ass because yeah. we're not going to do that. We're not, right. we, we're not going to have that. So now you want to play with me as a parent. Now I done told you one time, said okay, and now you don't went and got suspended. Right. You damn right. He should have made a walk 10 damn miles as far as I was concerned. 
Yeah, but I mean, you want to call DSS and they want law enforcement to get involved. I'm like, go sit down, mind your own business. How about that? Right, they all in the comments. Well, now he's bullying his daughter. Oh, oh my god, sit down somewhere. Sit down. I can only imagine if that happened to Mir or Edison when they get 10 years old. If you do know I'm a mandated reporter, right? Right. Listen, and I'm talking all this big shit, but would I be following me or walking five miles to school? Probably, I don't know. Oh man, say, you, he would probably want to do it, and we we'll be fighting because I'd be like, no, you can't do that to my baby. Well, let, let me <laughs> I believe, and see, and now, sis, see the kids know the thing. You put your hands on me, I'll call DSS. You put your hands on me. I tell my guidance counselor. The kids have all the power now. Oh, they do. They do. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm putting the shit on video. I'm your ass. Yeah, I'm going to make you walk. And guess what? When you get out of school at 315, I'm going to be back in line to follow your ass home. Right. But look, we know the we know um, we know the system too. tell you. Tell your guidance counselor. If she don't see no bruises, they can't do nothing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you do you have a welt or a bruise? Then you're lying. You're lying on me. Make right. me sick. So daddy who was in the car who made the uh little girl walk to school, the Lynn and Kim podcast, we are behind you. Right. Whoop that ass, make her walk. She should have walked all three days. All three days. And if it was raining, sis, she should have had to been made to carry an umbrella because she would have been she if she wasn't bullying, she would have been on the damn bus. Right. We yeah. approve your message, daddy. Sis. That made me think about the girl you talked about last week, the murderer. Yeah, <laughs> the murderer. She's a murderer. She's a murderer. Liz, she's a, a kid with a problem. No, she ain't. She's a damn first degree murderer. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Oh Lord. Okay. Sis, I don't even I don't I don't even know. Um uh, ooh, yeah. let's, let's transition, sis. We gotta transition out of the angry mode and right. the fired up mode. Um so we gonna we gonna move on to uh, last week. We talked about um, <laughs> sis. I don't even know how to transition. <laughs> That's how. Okay. Last week we talked about <laughs> last week we talked about polyamorous relationships. And Lynn and I, for those of you who don't know, we talk fifty eleven times, and both of us are in the uh, helping profession. So in our personal lives and in our um, professional lives. So we get it from all over the place, people in relationships and they struggling and, you know, just everything. So what they do, they reach out to us because, you know, this is what we do. And we got to talking about purgatory and we were talking and the different scenarios with the different relationships, they were, they were so different, but yet so similar, you know, and we were talking one day and we were like, God, man, so many people are in relationship purgatory. Mm-hmm. And we were like, damn, light bulb. Uh, right. We need to talk about that. Uh, that's a great topic for the podcast, you know, because it's you don't you when you think about purgatory, you know, you think about being stuck in between this or that or heaven and hell. But when you're having trouble in your relationship, you feel like you're stuck between heaven and hell because you don't know what to do. And so we thought that we would just talk about being in purgatory and why are so many people in purgatory when it comes to their relationships? 
right. said, I, I just like the way I sounded. I, I sounded like I was like Dr. Phil or something, you know? Yeah. You knew what you were talking about. Yes. Look, yes. Okay. So, yeah. anyway, sis, I'm going to let you talk about some of the things that's on your mind about relationships and being in purgatory. Okay. Well, now, don't y'all go and Google purgatory, relationship purgatory, because it ain't there. You ain't going to find it. We made that up. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to find it in the Webster's Dictionary. Right. The, the word purgatory is an actual word. And when you Google it, it'll make a religious reference um, to Catholic, Roman Catholics and I don't know, some other stuff. But right, right. It was just a word that I kind of threw out there because I knew that as a former practicing Catholic, that purgatory meant about being somewhere in between. Yeah. And like Kim said earlier, like the Catholics believe that it's where you are when you kind of ironing out your sins and trying to, you know, they in there trying to figure out whether you're going to heaven or hell. So you're in between. Um, so I think it's the perfect word for when you in between in a relationship and in between meaning, you know, how do we fix this? Do we break up? Do we stay together? Do yes. we get back together? You know, and it's just, it's a stage of just not knowing what direction to go in your relationship. And, and a lot of people are there at the moment. And the thing about it, sis, it's not that it's a healthy thing because it causes so much stress. Yes. And it causes you to not to be distracted, you know, but there's so many people I can think of probably 10 people in my circle who are struggling with letting go, not mm. letting go. You know what? I need to go, but I don't know how to go. And so it's not that in purgatory, we, we, we need you guys to understand that it's about having a positive and a clean, healthy state of mind, because right. when you are distracted by this, you're not living your best life. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I didn't mean to cut you off, sis, but I was just saying because there's so much stress and pressure on you. That's what I was when you were talking. It just made me think about how unhealthy that is for the person. Right. Right. It's a very unhealthy place to be. Very um, hard. Uh, it's stressful. It takes over your mind. Yes. You just I mean, with anything that, you know, the answer to it is I don't know. That's hard. And I mean, and we've even discussed being in not just relationship purgatory, but like job purgatory. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. You know, do I stay? Do I go? Well, if I go, then this. If I stay, then this. You know, it's um, it's a very hard state of mind. Mm -hmm. state of mind. And a lot, a lot of people for, you know, one thing or the other are in this state. And so what do you do? What do you do? You know, yeah. you make pros and cons lists. You mm -hmm. talk to somebody about it. You, um, somebody meaning maybe your therapist. Right. Right. Um, and you, but, but the hard part is you don't know what to do. And let me say this, sis, I, I, was talking to someone that we both know. I asked them if I could share their situation on the podcast. Mm. And he said, as long as I don't name names, don't, don't put them on blast with any names. But 
you know, what what their struggle is. And mm. this is hell. This is damn near purgatory, polyamorous and everything else all mixed up together. Mm. But um, talking to someone that um, it's oh, boy, I'm, I'm trying to I've gotten permission, but I want to make sure that I don't make any identifying characteristics. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, we, we, we know someone and this person is struggling with religion. I'm not going to call it spirituality, religion mm-hmm. and a gay relationship. Ooh. Yes. Um, this particular person is very much, they consider themselves very much a Christian. Okay. Um, and they are in a relationship with the same with the same sex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the struggle is real mm-hmm. can we say purgatory with a capital p right and the situation is this the bible says that this type of relationship is wrong mm-hmm. but i feel in my heart that this is the person that I'm meant to be with. Mm-hmm. So, you know me. Girl, who said, the Bible said what? You, you know, so you know, so mm-hmm. you know where I went. But when you're really struggling with that, it's difficult. So now, she is having to make a decision on do I give up my core beliefs in my Christianity and my love for God mm-hmm. and follow my heart or will I burn in hell because I'm choosing this sin over over God? And mm-hmm. when I tell you they are not playing, the, uh, the relationship is completely affected now because mm-hmm. at this particular point, she is shying away from her relationship. And this is a this is a four and a half year relationship. Mm-hmm. OK, so this is not nothing new. They've been together. And now when she because when she she goes to church, you know, I guess uh, the church maybe talks uh, disparagingly about, mm-hmm. you know, gay relationships. Right. And I'm like, but you're living a lie. Mm-hmm. Because, and so my suggestion was, well, why don't you go to a church that's more open? I was getting ready to say that because not all churches do that. Not all churches do. And I know some down home Baptist churches like where my mama go. Reverend Scott don't even talk about stuff like that. Right. So I was like, why don't you? But she feels like she's betraying her belief. And I was like, if you honestly feel that way, you are losing your partner for good. You're going to lose your partner. And then if you're going, you have to make a decision. Either you're going to find a church that is more accepting. Mm-hmm. And I told her about, um, more, I said, there are more people. I said, there are Christians who love the Lord. There are gay Christians who love the Lord. Right. So you got to, you got to step outside your comfort zone. I was telling her about, and not trying to persuade her one way or the other. I'm just saying you so locked in to this particular way of thinking that, it, it's almost like a, it's almost cultish. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, there is a man in Georgia who is an ordained, show enough, theological, whatever pastor. 
has a husband and has a Unitarian church. Oh, wow. He got a whole husband? He has a husband. He was married before his congregation. Oh. And, and, and my point is this. He loves the Lord. His church is not a gay church. He has white, uh, what is it? Uh, what you call the people uh, who, who go to your church? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Not parishioners, but um, your congregation. Uh, congregation, it, yeah. They, they are straight people, gay people, white people, black people, old people, young people. But uh-huh. my point is, he is a gay man. With the husband, his husband, I want to think, I don't want to, I don't want to tell a lie, but I think he's somewhere might be like an assistant pastor or something. And mm-hmm. he lives the life by loving the Lord, but he's gay. Right. Okay. And, okay. I'm pretty sure the Lord appreciates that he loves him. And and that's all I'm saying. So I'm like, whatever, it, whatever she's dealing with in her church, maybe you, maybe you need to leave that closed-minded church. Mm-hmm. because. He, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's where the purgatory comes in. Mm-hmm. You struggle with it. You want your partner to understand your struggle. You're pushing her away, but yet you're still gone. You're still there. You see what I'm saying? Right. So now, is it is it is it really about you, God, and the struggle with God? Because my thing is, if the struggle was really that real for you, uh-huh. you would have let go by now. Uh-huh. And every time her partner tries to pull away, she says, I can't imagine my life without you. But her partner is saying, yet you're not 100, 100% committed to this union that we have. Right. And so now they're at the, I can't do this anymore. Her friend, her partner doesn't want to break up because I love you. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to break up because I can't imagine my life without you. So mm-hmm. you see her purgatory. 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 She got to make a decision. She and, and then I told the partner, listen, if she can't do it, you might have to do it for her because you don't ever want to give her an ultimatum, God or me. Mm-hmm. You have a right to be happy and not have to feel unhappy in a relationship that's not fulfilled. Right. Because it's gone from not having, they're not intimate anymore because that's her main struggle. I feel like God is looking down on me when we are intimate. And so that, that over the last two years, that has gone away. And mm-hmm. so a partner is not like, um, yeah, a very pretty woman tried to get my number the other day and I almost gave it to her, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so it's there. And so they asked me a couple of weeks ago, you know, can we do an intervention? And I was like, I don't know if I can touch that. Right. Because I'm not going to tell, you know, I believe that God is is within you. I believe that there is a higher power. I believe that everything is energy connected. You know, I don't really do the whole religion thing. I do more of the spirituality thing mm-hmm. and trying to be connected with goodness. That That's my belief. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I, I can't tell you because I don't really tell you that I think you're damn near brainwashed and I don't want to go there. Right. Right. You know I mean? But 
her her struggle is real and it's it's making the relationship really contentious, really ugly now, lots of arguing. You know what I'm saying? And um her partner called me the other day and just cried. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man. And she said, I'm trying to hold on, but I just can't anymore. And I was like, I know you love her, but you got to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Don't give her an ultimatum, but you have to, if you have to let go for your well-being, then that's what you have to do. So purgatory is real in that situation. Mm-hmm. 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 I, sis, I know, I know you got some stories because we talk about them all the time. Oh yeah, oh you know. yeah. I mean, you know, mm, I, again, I'm trying. <laughs> I look about identifying, but I hear, you, I hear your brain over there. I hear your brain over there turning. <laughs> I got. Uh oh, hold that thought. Oh well, thanks for letting everybody know. What, um, what what did Edison say? He gotta go poop. I gotta pee and poop. Oh, well, thank you, Edison. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then now you're gonna have to go on butt wipe duty in a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put patrol. Okay. So yeah, there are you know it, one situation in particular is you know uh. A love from long ago that has come back and gone and come back again and mm. now they in purgatory because he don't know what he want to do and she getting sick of it and and it's to the point now where she feel like she don't like him. I love him, but I don't like him. Ooh, ooh. The what makes it most complicated is they live in the same space at the moment. Mm. So it's just weird. And complicated. Thanks for letting everyone know. <laughs> Sis. Yes. That was a quick pee and poop. <laughs> Listen. Hold that. Yeah. Sis. Uh-huh. Uh Mir, I mean, Edison was not in purgatory with his poo and pee, with his he, poo and pee. Not. There was no no if ands or buts. There was, no, there was no in between. He went and got it done. Hold that thought. That's funny. Guys, we are taking a little poop and um, pee break right now because Edison is not at the point where he can clean himself quite good enough. So, my sis had to go and uh, take care of that. So in the meantime, remember, we are sponsored by GoToFileLife.com. Uh, we have a Christmas giveaway. If you go to www.GoToFileLife.com um, and you purchase any apparel between now and next Saturday, December 15th, um, you will be automatically entered into the giveaway. Um, you get some Defy Life gear, uh, got a tote bag, a book bag, and some really nice stuff. There'll be a winner for uh, one of the, for a lady and a, a man, and the value of the set is over $100. And it's some really, really, really good stuff. So um, 
if you need some Christmas stuff and want to go out of the box, um, check out goldifylife.com and check out some of the gear. We've got hats and uh, sweaters and all kind of stuff for ladies and men. Really cool, cool things. So, uh, again, go to uh, www.goldifylife.com. And so, as you can tell, I'm just trying to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have returned. Sis, sis, I done told them about the Christmas giveaway. Um, let's see. I done told them about um <laughs> go to thefilife.com. We got the Christmas giveaway. We're sponsored by go to I, I, I was, heard you. Okay, I was just trying to hold it down till you got back. Okay. Yes, I'm back. That was grown man status right there. Yes, yes, hey, okay. <laughs> but anyway, sis, um, you were saying about the the couple who we're together, not together, back together, not back together, left again, back together, and now. And now. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It's a hot mess. So, so what, what's the point? What, what's, what's the choice? What, do they, what are they trying to decide? They, they, nothing. I don't think anybody knows. There's no decision. Hmm. So I mean, so so what? So what? What's the problem? I mean, what what what's the problem? I think he's in he's in his own purgatory about himself. Oh, oh, that's rough right there. Okay, yeah, yeah that's rough right there. When you're in your own purgatory. <laughs> yeah, I think he, that's definitely the case. He's in his own purgatory. Okay, about the relationship or something going on? No, just himself. Okay, himself. Gotcha. Oh boy. Okay. That's what I think it is. And then she is, you know, she wants a relationship to be married to, you know, children, just the whole thing. And I mean, wanted it with him. Thought that that's the direction it was going. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it's not. And it just, so she. But then she feels like she can't exactly start dating someone else. You know, they were in the same space the other night around other men. And she's like, girl, it was cute. And did it. Oh, she's checking out like that. Yes. Ooh. She was wanting to, you know, have conversations and give out numbers, but felt like she couldn't. Ooh. In a way. Well, she's still married, right? Who? No, they're not married. Oh, oh, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. They're not married. No. Well, sis, that just puts a whole new twist on it. They are in a dating relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Well, it ain't even that now. <laughs> so they, they, they have just drifted apart. Yes. So see, sis, they're... So what's preventing either one of them from leaving and just saying, I can't do this anymore. Purgatory. What's the problem? Don't know. Are there kids involved? No, no children. Then something in that sis, the, 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 the pros must outweigh the cons. Cause why are you still there? You don't have any, nothing connecting you with the, the right. kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then some people just like to be in that state also. Yeah. It ain't a likable state. No. Well, sis, um, how about this? A bunch of situationships going on right now. Exactly. Well, sis, let me let me ask you this right here. Um, mm-hmm. 
I got another one for you. Okay. Purgatory. We got a woman and a man. Been in a relationship for over a decade. Mm -hmm. They have grown apart. Mm. Okay. This is, this is one of the calls that I got. They have grown apart. They share three children. Mm. Oh boy. Um, Dad is more of a provider. Uh I'm going to go to work. I'm going to bring the check home. But that emotional thing, I don't really have that. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm not cheating. I go to work every day. I come home. I'm physically there. The emotional thing, not too good at that. Wife is growing finding new interests, um, at work, finding new friends, um, you know, wanting to do more things. Um, and just seems to be outgrowing her husband. Mm-hmm. I feel like husband just where he was 10 years ago, that's where he is today. And she feels like there's a lot more to life than what they're doing now. She talked about counseling he doesn't see where anything's wrong. Don't feel like they need to go. Her purgatory is, do I stay because of the kids? Right. What do you think about that? Oof. I know, right? How old are the kids? Oh, let me see. 11. No, 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 no. 12, 9, and 7. So 7, 9, and 12. I think the 12 year old was hers before him. So they have a seven and a, I don't know, but it's, it's something, it's five, seven or seven, nine or whatever. I, I can't, I can't remember right off, but they, they're two years apart. And I think the oldest one is hers, not his, but you know, they, he doesn't raise them since he was little. Right. Okay. Okay. You have gone somewhere. Yes, I have. Believe it or not, I'm on duty again. We went from one bathroom to the other bathroom. And you took the computer with you? Yeah. Okay. Multitasking mom. That's why y'all some bad mother pluckers right there. <laughs> this is a hot mess. And this is Edison again? Yes. Edison must have had some apples last night. <laughs> Going on. Okay. Uh uh, sis, I'm I'm gonna need you to come out the bathroom with the tunnel or something, cause all I hear is a bunch of rah 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 rah. I was like, why why this didn't happen the first time? That, well, it it was some more up in there had to come out. Uh oh, you hear sis? I'm here. I just okay. mute. Okay, cause you didn't want us to hear the toilet flushing. Right. <laughs> well, all I can say, listeners, is you are getting. 100% authenticity of the Lynn and Kim show because this is what happens, this is what happens when we're on the phone. <laughs> you're not in a studio. Exactly. Exactly. This is what happens when your studio is in the house and you talk 50 11 times. This is right. what happens. Like this. Down home in the trenches. So we are giving you the, the uh, inside look of the life of Lynn and Kim. Absolutely. <laughs> It's the down home 
in the house on a Sunday nasty weather situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Real deal. But anyway, sis. Okay. Right. Do you stay because of the children? I was okay. The the oldest boy is not his, but he's been in his life since he's been two. And then there is a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. Okay. Okay. And it's two boys and a girl. Okay. Now the the dude the wanting to go is straight on the on the on the on the on the mom on the woman not on the man. She feels like she's outgrowing him. He's not willing to try to do anything differently, and thus, I can't. I don't want to do this anymore. And she said she really can't. Like there's nothing to complain about. They're just growing apart. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not. She. I said, well, do you think he's cheating? She said, no, not at all. He, he's so routine. He goes to work. He goes see his mama. He comes home. He cut the grass. You know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. Everything. I don't think he's cheating, but I just feel like we're growing apart. And so her final thing is she's unhappy. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. So I, I, I suggested therapy. She said he didn't want to go to therapy. And I said, you go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You gotta find your own clarity. You know what I'm saying? Right. You right. gotta you gotta find your own clarity. If he's not willing to go and do something for himself, and may, may, maybe he doesn't, maybe he's satisfied with who he is. But if you're continuing to grow, that might not be what's for you at this point in your life. So do you stay and feel like you're stuck in cement, or do you go and explore your full your full self? Mm-hmm. I know, man. And you know what happened? We were when we were on the phone, right? What? She started crying. Oh, 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 Lord. And see, that 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 goes back to that stress, pressure, and that unhealthiness of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about, you know. So, sis, I don't know if you want to and not, but are you in purgatory about anything? Yeah, man. Do you want to tell? And share with the listeners. I'm in a situation ship myself. Oh. Mm. Now, sis, do you want to go here or do you want to not go here? Because if you don't want to go here, you better stop now. Because <laughs> you know, know. if, if we go in, if we go in, I have to do. Okay. Well, sis, tell us about your pee. Well, it's a hard, it's a hard place to be in because you know, in my situation ship. You know, we it's about, you know, being on two different wavelengths, thinking differently, being brought up differently. Mm. You know, there's no there's no hard stuff like somebody's a cheater or, um, you know, domestic violence. All those outside external factors and stuff like that is. Yeah, it's nothing like it's just a difference in thinking how we were brought up, um, you know, priorities and things of that nature. Like it, and it's, it's tough because he can't seem to get out of the, this is how I was brought up. And this is, you know, how I think mode enough to come over a little bit to my side (laughs) with what I need over here. 
um, okay. which is, you know, just more quality time, family time, you know, and he, you know, he's dedicated to his work, which is something that is, has been, you know, what I love, what I love about him. Okay. But the dedication is not the same to the relationship. Gotcha. There's no balance between. I got you. And I don't think that means, you know, that he doesn't love me or, you know, his family is just, he just has a hard time balancing it. Um, or figuring out how to balance it. Okay. Um, what he has to give to his work and what needs to be given to us as well. So we just, we're at a crossroads right now. We in purgatory because mm. nobody, you know, wants to, nobody wants to say leave. Nobody wants to say stay. Yes. It's weird. It's you know, we have made some adjustments to our situation, but not enough. Okay. There's still no clear, this is what we are and this is what we're doing. Let me ask you this, sis. How does that, how, what state that does that leave you in? The not being clear or having clarity. How does that now? Yes. For everybody who knows my sis and I talked 50, 11 times and we have talked about this, but I want to thank you, sis, for sharing this something so personal and intimate with our listeners, mm. because, you know, when, when you're vulnerable, you know, you're putting yourself out there. And so I want to say thank you for sharing this with us. We, we share it, but now you're sharing it with our listeners. And I just want to say thank you, because when you talk about real, this is real. This mm. is real. And I want to, and I want to thank you for that. I love you, sis. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't start crying. <laughs> I shall not. And, I mean, and, and let me just mention something about, you know, when things on to the outside, you know, people on the outside, people think, oh, they look, they in a great relationship. They're great. And then you find out, you know, I've had this happen to me this week. Okay. From a friend. Then you find out that it's not as good as it looks. Yeah, there's yes. some predatory stuff going on. So, you know, you never really know what state somebody's relationship is in. And to answer your question, you asked me how to, what how does that make me feel? I think what, I said, how, how, what what state of mind does it mind? And how does it make you feel? And how does it make you feel talking about the emotional part of it? Oof, a roller coaster is awful. Mm. An awful feeling because you just because it's a, a don't you don't know if from day to day and I mean we are cordial we don't have no you know we are we do our parenting thing and we have you know what appears to be a friendship but um mm. We, we can't seem to get over the hump to our relationship. Okay. Even just talking about it, it gets heated, defensive. It's even, it's difficult to talk about. So, so it's fine. So sis. It feels, it's stressful. It feels bad. So sis, you are, so let me ask you this. 
And this is for the listeners, for someone who might be going through the same thing. What is your relationship status right now? Complicated. (laughs) Facebook gives you an option and says it's complicated. Does it? Is does it really? Yeah, it does. Okay, cute. Okay. Okay. So you're not in a relationship, but you're not single. (laughs) But you're kind of single, and you're kind of in a relationship. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough, right there, sis. Uh That's rough. That's rough. Now let me ask you this: since we, you know, gonna go Doctor Phil on the listeners, are you waiting on the other side? to make a decision and why haven't you made the decision i know because you're in purgatory but what's preventing you from making a decision for you um well i thought i had <laughs> okay i put i put it out there but it's still there's still been an issue with letting go okay even though i said that i was for the moment you know, it doesn't have to be forever, just for the moment. I'm still doing some work on myself, um, you know, going to therapy and just trying to and working, trying to work through my stuff. OK, my stuff, you know, um, still working through grief um, due to the loss of my parents. And, yeah. you know, I'm even still I'm even dealing with some stuff with the due to the loss of my cousin last year and today is her birthday and I struggled with that this morning. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, still working through that and just, I think even issues with my previous marriage is still something to work through, you know, getting through that and making sure that I'm not, you know, get into this relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, exactly. Well, I'm gonna say this is that that was um, very profound. That's very um, that's that's a very important thing for you to realize that there may be some of your lu- your baggage, mm-hmm. your luggage, <laughs> some of your baggage, <laughs> luggage. affecting the way that you even see something in your future, and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, I had a lot of thought and I asked somebody else about this too. Who was it? Oh, okay. It was a client. Um, we had a conversation earlier this week where I talked about feeling like a failure and you were, you were taken aback by that. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the same conversation with a client and who has had a previous marriage and is now going through issues in the current one. And she completely understood and felt that way about feeling like a failure. She was like, yeah. Because I asked her, do you feel like a failure? She was like, yeah. Hmm. So I was like, yeah, I get it. You And you do, you feel, and I, especially when children are involved, but you do feel like you, you failed yourself, your children, you know, when, even if it it is two ways or it might not be entirely, you know, your quote unquote fault, right. but you feel like a failure. Okay. Especially when children are involved. Well, let me, let me say this. You're supposed to provide this thing, provide this thing for them. 
Okay, let let me share this, sis. Last year, um, I had a moment of clarity. I was in purgatory about a relation about the relationship that I'm in, and it was not healthy. It had been unhealthy for quite some time. Lots of stuff that that was good about the relationship, but the underlying issue was that there was a whole bunch of toxic toxicity and unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking, you know this, and I'll tell the listeners, I was walking from the Christmas parade last year and I was walking down Main Street and I was crying. I'll never forget it. And I came home and I said, I have to love me more than I love this relationship. Mm-hmm. I have been fighting for my relationship instead of fighting for me. And once I made the decision to break up. And when I say break up, um, you know, it, it, it was complicated because we live in the same home. Everything is 50-50. So, you know, but there were boundaries that were set, sis. Mm-hmm. Um, we share the common area. <laughs> we share the kitchen. This is my, we no longer share the same bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I continued to go to therapy. We continued to go to therapy and hence four years later we were able to work through it but Mm -hmm. in that moment sis I had to do me and it was hard it was hard but I was in purgatory because I was fighting harder for something else and I was just like I got to love me more and I wasn't mad there was no argument I came home I sat down and I said I can't do this one other second I love you but I love me more. You do you. I'll do me. And if we work our way back around to each other, that'll be great. And mm-hmm. if you don't, hopefully we'll be the best of friends. Right. So, and that, that's how that was the purgatory for me, sis, when I'm walking down the street crying, coming from the Christmas parade, when I should be happy and jolly, I knew then that it was, it was, it was, it was time. And I guess people in purgatory, they have to get to that place where they can't really take it anymore. They have struggles, but they're still not ready. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you got to get to that place where you're ready. Damn, sis, I done got depressed over here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> sis. Oh, Lord. Sis, hey, day. that got real deep and heavy. Woo. Can we lighten up the conversation a little bit? <laughs> oh, well, you good? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll um maybe we'll we'll come back um maybe we'll come back to it at another time. And guys, let me share this with you. Um if you're having some relationship issues, um email us because what we're going to do, we're going to have um uh uh, uh, uh uh Lakeisha Wheeler. Uh she's a she's she's a doctor, Lakeisha Wheeler, and she um is the owner of Relationship Rescue. We're going to have her on and we can have some questions. Uh, we, you won't be able to call in, but if you email us, if you're going through some stuff in your relationship, um, email us and we'll be more than happy to post the questions to her. Let her give you some information, some skills, some tools to use that you can probably that might probably help you or we'll give you her contact information. Uh, she's here in Columbia and um, her again, her company is Relationship Rescue. So um, we're going to get her on hopefully this week, but definitely before Christmas. And um, so, you know, like we're trying to help each other and we're trying to help you guys as well. So anyway, sis, 
I feel like I need to go have a mimosa or something. Great, day. Need one. But for real though, thank you, sis, for um, thank you for sh- for sharing for sharing your struggle, your purgatory with us. All right, sis, 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 sis. Yes. What time is it? Oh Lord, do we have time? Yes. What time is it, sis? Ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Tell me one more time. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Sis, tell me what ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Oh man. Um shoot. <laughs> look, you ain't got look, you ain't got nothing doing that. You heavy. You heavy right now. You can't yeah, fix it. Mess up my brain. Look, that purgatory done messed up your brain. Okay, listen. My brain. Well, I this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. If anybody out there is not watching the show Chicago PD, man, look here. That show is so darn good. Sis, I think it done took over Law and Order SVU. Really? Sis, you got to get... I, watch, I mean, I, I watch PD off here and there. I oh, sis, you got... Sis, that is some of the most well-written acting show. And the episode from this week, girl, if you can check it out. Whoo, sis. Okay. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But you know, I love me a good storyline and good acting. And it's, I think it has passed S, S, uh, Special Victims Unit. Special Victims. What it is, sis? Special Victims Unit. That's the one I'm talking about with, with my girl, Mariska Hargitay. You know, I love me some Mariska. But Chicago PD, I think they about to bump up, bump, bump up one notch and knock them down one notch. And yesterday... When I watched the episode from this week, off the chain. Okay, this right. ain't this ain't got nothing to do with nothing either. Last one, girl. Why three o'clock this morning? I was watching an officer and a gentleman. Morning. <laughs> I get up to pee. I get up to pee, and I fell asleep on HBO. HBO two or something last night. That's what I had on. Girl, I wake up and an officer and a gentleman is on the TV. And you know I watched it over again. And what made me laugh is last week someone, um, I think it was Migs on movies, movies on movies with Mig, asked us to list our five favorite shows or list your favorite shows that you can watch five times and act like you ain't never seen it before. And I had Notting Hill, Man on Fire, and an officer and a gentleman. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it was on last night, and I watched it for the hundred and tenth time last night, like I've only seen it one time. Yes, sir. That, wow. it had, that it had nothing to do with nothing. nothing. And I ain't never seen it before. Girl, he say, okay, I'm going to give you a little piece. He say, I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got nowhere to go. Okay, never mind. You got to see it. You got to see it to understand it. That was, it must be. I don't get it. Okay. That, that was Richard Gere talking to Lou Gossett Jr. Oh, okay. Okay, sis, I'm going to buy that for you for Christmas, okay? But anyway, sis, okay, <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Last one. Okay. Um, mama cooking homemade soup and corn, homemade soup and cornbread today, and I'm going. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, listen. I might be able to save you some to Tuesday, but I can't promise. I can't promise. <laughs> I know, right? I know. All right, sis. Listen, I 
I've had a great time this morning. Look, we went way to the left with the Kevin Hart thing, which took us about 20, 30, 45 minutes, a little yeah. bit longer than we probably would have. But anyway, yeah, we had to add Mr. Passionate into that. Add Mr. Passionate, but that's what we do. That's what we do. Sis, you know I love you. You know I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else but my little sis. So I'm going to give a shout out to everybody over at Defy Life. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, JR. Hey, hey, over there. Um, what is it? Uh, Alvin and the Marvel people and Neat Cruz and everybody. Just hey, everybody at Defy Life. Keep doing your thing. Keep your grind on because that's what we're doing over here. Special shout out to Yusuf, our producer. Without you, sir, we couldn't make this. We, we This wouldn't be possible. And, um, Yes, he says, what you got? You got any shout outs? No, you don't shout out everybody. Okay, okay. Well, let me say this, sis. This is what we came up with thanks to our uh, wonderful owner of the network. <laughs> I don't know. But anything is possible. Everything is relevant. And nothing, nothing. is off limits. How about that? Yeah. E-N. How about that? That's that's our mantra, guys. Anything is possible. Everything is relevant, and nothing is off limits. And I guess you could tell that today because uh, we was all over the place. <laughs> we was all over the place. But anyway, guys, listen. Uh, email us at uh, linenkim.aen.com questions comments topics uh if you have especially any relationship issues going on make sure you send them to us and we'll let you know um ahead of time when we're going to have uh dr lakeisha wheeler on i think that's going to be a great episode mm-hmm. and everybody again uh no we got two more episodes before the holiday so i'm not going to do that but hope you're having a great holiday season now love you guys thank you for listening remember what it is is the, the like comment share and subscribe Yes, like, comment, share, subscribe. That's right. Do that that for us, guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll hit you next week. Yes, we out. Later. Shh. You hear that? Listen closer. That, my friend, is the deafening sound of focus. It drowns out all the useless noise that can clutter the moment. Naysayers don't exist. Haters. Smaters. The peanut gallery? Who's that? When you're in your zone, all that noise and all that buzz is just elevator music. So, enjoy your journey, focus on your goal, and bask in the quiet roar that is progress. Because when it's your time to shoot that shot, spit that verse, or close that deal, the only voice that matters is yours. Defy life. Also, you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.